Attention, this is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. What did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Dude, now I see why people follow Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. He had the right idea. It's time for the You Watch I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Hey guys. Hey, hello. Hey, it's, um, it's Dan. And I'm back, Taylor. And Taylor's back, and Josh is here. He does not have McDonald's, confirmed. Confirmed. Congratulations. It's a special day. This is episode 77 of You Watch I Listen. Mm-hmm. Um, it is November 13th. It is November fucking, 13th. It is uh, really cold. As to my iPad, it says it's 23 degrees out, but it feels like it's 18. Yeah, it's fucking cold. When I woke up this morning, I was pissed. <laughs> I worked outside all day. Yeah, Josh and I it's are rough. lucky. <laughs> We don't work outside. I don't yeah. envy you. Um, I, I respect that anyone that works out in this fucking cold besides you. Um, no offense. But, um, yeah. Oh, you dick. What? No, I just figured it out. Yeah, you figured out. No offense except you. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I figured so, it out. So, uh, Taylor, you were gone last week. Yeah. Um, you had a busy, busy day at work. Dude, I had a busy day at work. I, I, had, I had a crazy fucked up weekend. Yeah, we're aware that during the winter it's going to be like, you know, random. Like, I think it's like every third week. Like For the most, uh, try yeah. to for the most part. Because there is a schedule out. Yeah. So, as, as far in advance as I can give you a set schedule, yeah, I'll let you in know. In which case, sure. um, something I'd like to do is have random people come sit in. Josh will take second mic. We'll have Someone sit on third mic um, and just kind of fill in. Not Ralph. No, no, of course not. We need I'm quality. So we need quality, not dog shit. Not quality. He would be quality dog shit, however. True, true. Um, so overall, Taylor, how were your last two weeks? Uh, last last week was all right. I was just really busy, and then this last week fucking sucks. But better yet, what? how was your birthday? Birthday was cool. Uh, so my uh, my friends Tyler and Bree got married. Yeah, how was the wedding? Wedding was amazing. I didn't realize how drunk I was till they introduced the uh, the the wedding parties. Okay, which I also realized I was also a part of. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like you're standing there, and then you hear. Your name, you're like, that's me. <laughs> well, no, because they're like wedding party over here. So like, it's like they walk us over to like this separate room and like, all right, everyone get with your partner. So I get like, I get with the, the bride's name, uh, Raylan, and uh, so Raylan, I, okay, yeah. So I, I get with, I get with my partner, 
And I look, and the first thing I see is a bucket of Nutella. So, I, so <laughs> can I get a liter of cold, a so, liter of Nutella? So, I first thing I do is I grab the bucket of Nutella and I go to my buddy Lynch. Yo, Lynch, let's eat the whole thing right fucking right, like right now. And then immediately here comes the bride. Eat it and die. You I'm know, like, legitimately, awesome. I've never had Nutella. It's it's it's. I, I'm sure. Like it's I'm, just a, one of, I'm a fan of hazelnut. I'm sure anything. it's tasty. It's like nice, it looks delicious. Yeah. Like it's a problem. Did you get to meet my cousin Sam at the wedding? You told me about and this. You got. You forgot, and he probably forgot too. Well, I had like seven drinks of cocktail. You hour. probably did meet him and don't remember. A hundred percent. Yeah, Josh. So how about? Oh, go go on. Go so on. so it gets even better. So they introduce us, and I bet I'll show you the wedding video as soon as it comes out. Because they go, here comes Taylor and Raylan. It's the big show. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, dude, I walk out. I. Can't, I'm fucking cross-eyed. I I am looking, staring at the ground the whole time. Oh God! And like it's gonna be in the fucking video. Now, now the best part about it was when they told me that their wedding was gonna be on my birthday, November eighth. <laughs> um, was that there are two conditions. One, your entire wedding party, your entire wedding has to sing Happy Birthday to me, and this is a year ago. And two. I get a speech. And did either of those things happen? Yes. Okay, which one? The entire wedding saying happy birthday. Okay, to that's me. pretty cool. Which was like sick. the most people that liked you in a room at once. No. 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 No, no that's not true at all. Maybe no. like I, I there'll be more people that like you there than at your funeral. No. <laughs> No, no offense. Well, it, 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 more people coming for money than, than pay respects. <laughs> just pillaging you as you're dead. Like, listen, he wasn't good for much. Yeah, just give me his socks. <laughs> they I don't that, want those. That, that were that always hung half off his and feet. Have come in them. Yeah, they did always hang on. Yeah, you sit at the. I forgot about that. This yeah. motherfucker just sits down. Like, not he's anymore. Like, oh, it what was are you gonna face. watch? And pops his feet up, and he has his socks, but half on. Which at that point, like, I understand wearing no socks or wearing socks, but the half on thing. And let's just your little tootsies get cold. Yeah, yeah, dude. My. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, fucking, man, my toesies got cold. My toesies got cold. You're going to lose toesies. one soon. Um, so. Josh. <laughs> Diabetes joke. <laughs> Josh. Well, only one of us here is closer to that, and it's not you. Um, Josh. How is that possible, too? <laughs> Josh, how was your week? Uh, so I did not have a great week. <laughs> okay, please elaborate on your not-so-great week. So, on Saturday... My youngest sister got married. Congratulations to your youngest sister, yes, who con- will remain nameless. Yes, congr- um, very happy. I've known her most of my life, so congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Yep, yep, congrats to her. Uh, no congrats to me, because at being the good older brother that I am, no, I decided no. that congrats if I saw any stuff happening, drama, what have you, yeah, you gotta I, take would, care I would of deflect it. it. Yeah. I would deflect it. Yeah, so you, ha- could, you have to. Someone has to be in charge, especially when it comes to friends you might be well, closer with, or God forbid, family that might get unruly. Well, absolutely. Especially like being the big brother, you're looked at as being like sure. the, the second dad almost, you know sure. what I mean? So, second in command. Yeah, so, you're, sure. you're Mike Pence. So there were, <laughs> You're much nicer than Mike Pence. There were, no, there were no less than five sources of drama okay. within five? Okay, the let's family. Let's start from the bottom, okay. like rank them. What what was the number five drama? <laughs> number number five drama was my other sister. Okay, okay. Was she just uh, belligerent? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number four drama was her boyfriend. Okay, so okay, fair, fair. Number three drama was my mother. Okay. Number two drama was my father. Okay. Number one drama was my fucking idiot brother. Can, does, does he have to? Does he have to remain nameless? He's a yeah, shit dick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's gonna remain okay, nameless. Okay. So here. shit. We'll just call him shit dick. Yeah, shit dick. Well, okay. So, so, I hope that, so the whole family was the problem. The whole family, whole family <laughs> and, and future-in-law. Yeah. Okay. The whole family. So, okay. So, so number five, older sister, old, oldest sister. Please go. I can't go with her yet. She okay. she loops in at the end of the story. So okay. I'll just start, the, I'll just start at the beginning of the night. Right? Please, please. So, um, we get off the bus. Okay. 
and we walk into the wedding venue, mm-hmm. and my brother says to me, Bitch, I can out drink you, <laughs> fucking idiot. Can you? So I said, Okay, we'll see, dude. We'll see. So, wedding happens, everything's fine, you know, sure. ceremony goes off without a hitch, and now we get into the cocktail hour, mm. and that's uh, the when yeah. the drinking starts. Okay. So, what does he start with? He yeah, what's his starts, go-to, by the way, too? So, he starts with two JMO shots. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Already that's, rookie mistake. You don't start with shots. No, you don't you start don't. with yeah, shots. Start, you, you, you start with you two gotta, drinks. You got to lube your system up before you get to the you heavy shit. You start with shit. two drinks, but you yeah. don't start with shots. You're so, crazy. Facts. So he does two uh, two JMO shots, and then he downs a glass of, uh, uh, I think, Soko Lime he was oh, drinking. I'm not oh, sure. no, he's drinking Soko. Uh, and then he got another one to co- take back to the table. What is he, in high school? What, yeah, drinking he's, fucking he's, Soko he's and Lime? He's drinking like an 18-year-old that's trying to finger blast a fucking sophomore. So I'm not... I'm not spending time with him the whole time, so I don't sure. know where he went from there. You're thinking like, oh, he can't be that bad tonight. Yeah. So then, um, you. <laughs> then the cocktail hour ends, and we get into the reception. Sure, they the, they, whole, the introductions, you know, and then the first dance, and then the father-daughter dance, yep, yep. and yada yada. Yep. So as soon as all that was over, the speeches were over, this motherfucker makes a beeline to the bar. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. And there he does something called a 007 shot. Oh, I don't know. No. I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, it's been a while. You know, like, I, I, I still drink. Sure. But I don't go out and drink anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah, he facts. and his friends go to Morristown, they go to Hoboken. They yeah, go they're going to realize places. once they have responsibilities, okay. that shit gets old real quick. How, how, how old your, how old your brother? Twenty four, twenty four. Okay, so he's at an age where he's like right on the line. I was going to say, so he's, to, it's not fine. So he's yeah. still within the age range, you know. Yeah, it's that's what my ex still does that. Yeah, though. yeah, exactly. And she's my age. and it's irresponsible. So, so this continues on, and um, he's big into sports betting, right? Yeah. So Facts. he had some money on the Alabama LSU game. Okay, and he bet in favor of LSU. Okay, so okay. he was. Rowdy mm-hmm. after the game. They won. They won. He should yeah. be. He's, get rowdy. he's running around screaming, Fuck Alabama! Oh, fuck you! And fuck no one Alabama! Cares. Well, yeah, nobody cares, yeah. but people are getting pissed. Yeah, because he's being an asshole. Yeah. So somebody complains to someone. I don't know who they complained <laughs> to, uh, but my father oh, no. comes running over to his table and he's telling him, You fucking sit down, you don't fucking get up again. Only fucking water for the rest of you the rest of the night for you. So Only happy. fucking water. I can I can see it too. Like I'm seeing all of this happen. So that so that happens. He goes back to his table. Was he scared shit, Dick? Was he kind of no, like no? Oh. He was so he was, drunk. Was he, he laughing real- in his face? Yeah, oh, he was I'm so sure. drunk he didn't realize. With, how with much your father, he was that's in. the worst idea. So, yeah, that's the last. So my dad thing, goes dude. back dad to his table, me. and this kid is still sitting here screaming, "Fuck Alabama! Fuck Alabama! LSU! <laughs> we fucking won!" Like, like, like who's we? Who's we? Who's we? Like, you don't think like you're at your sister's wedding? Who gives a fuck about college football right now? Like, it's your fucking sister, dildo. So then, you know, he's just still doing his thing at the table. And his friend Anthony and his wife are sitting there, which, by the way, uh, shout out to the homie, uh, found out that his wife is pregnant. Oh, so, congrats, uh, really? Anthony. I got a lot of love for dude. Anthony. Yeah, good to, he is wow. the better half of that friendship with your brother. Absolutely. The, the way better half. In fact, if it was split into three quarters, he gets to, or th- into four quarters, he gets 75% of it as the good three quarters. I agree. <laughs> he gets nine and three quarters. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, so I walk over to um, my sister to talk to her because I hadn't talked to her yet. Uh, you know, so I sure. walk up, congratulate her, congratulate the new brother-in-law, and I turn around and I see my dad walking back towards my brother's <laughs> seat. With a purpose. And, and at this point, I'm talking to my sister, and I'm asking her how everything's going, and she goes, well, they're ruining my night. And, I'm and who's like, they oh, that man. she was pointing to? My dad and my brother. 
So I'm like, okay, all right, let the me. Family, got it. So now I go to my dad, and I he's just standing over my brother, screaming at him, like audibly screaming at him. Everybody yeah. within a three table can radius hear can hear it. Yeah, your dad, so, and his octaves go very, very high. So it's actually I, impressive. I sit dude. down next to my brother, and I look at my dad, and I say, all right, all right, look, she's very upset. Go sit down on your table. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of this. So now yeah, I'm I'll take now, care of shit there. now I'm babysitting. So I'm sitting there and I put my arm around his chair to make sure he doesn't get up. Every time he goes to get up, I fucking sit him right back down. The food comes out. He's so drunk he can't pick up a utensil to cut his food. <laughs> Come so on. so that's, that's bad. That's so, like alcohol poisoning. So bad. he's yeah. stand, he's sitting there still saying, I don't know why the fuck these people want to fight. Why do they complain about me? And I'm like, nobody wants to fight. Just sit the fuck down. Dude, and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's he, he's sitting here saying, Oh, who wants to fight me? I'll fucking give him the smoke. And I'm like, don't fucking talk I'll like give that. I'll give him the, the smoke. smoke. Yeah. What is that even? I don't know. He's quoting the street prophets. Basically, yeah. He's quoting wrestlers <laughs> as if he's been in a fight within the last ten years. What's the last time? Forever. The last time he was in a fight, I choked him out <laughs> and he cried. So I'm sitting there and I'm holding him down. It's like sit down. Nobody's fighting, and Anthony's cutting his food for him. Oh my god, he's literally at the kitty table. <sighs> yep, yep. So uh, after a while, he just he won't stop. So my dad comes over again. He goes, "Bring him the fuck upstairs to the fucking bridal suite. Make him fucking make take a, fucking, a nap. Take a fucking, make a fucking nap. take a nap." So I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. So I can. we lead him up the stairs, and like he's walking like. Um, this he's yeah. doing the weekend at Bernie's walk. Yeah, so I'm standing behind him, holding onto his shoulders to make sure he doesn't fall over. Uh, and my dad's leading the way up the stairs because uh, he had the key to the the bridal suite. So we get up there, and somebody from the venue locked the deadbolt, and he oh, only had the no. key. So uh. while my dad's trying to unlock the thing, brothers fucking spews all over the hallway. <laughs> Dude, a lot of spew has been dumped at that place yeah. because of your family's related weddings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so my my dad runs downstairs, gets the owner. The owner okay. comes up, unlocks the door for him. We sit him in the room while these senior. people have to clean it up. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's their job. It's Patterson. It's, yeah, so true. It's, their it's pa- an unrelated build the wall. Okay. So uh, now to the next part of the story. So now we we put this motherfucker on the couch. We make him take a nap. I go downstairs. I can think. Maybe sure. I can enjoy. Maybe the rest I can have of the some night. fun. Maybe get Which, dance a little. By bit. the way, do you want to guess? What time it is at this point? Uh, I'm going to say eight fifteen. Uh, can I guess? It's definitely before ten o'clock. It's before ten o'clock. Okay, uh, it's got to be nine thirty. By the time we got, uh, by the time we got him to the room, it was nine thirty. Not okay. in the room yeah. on the couch. Nine thirty. It started at eight thirty. He started <laughs> being incoherent what? at eight thirty. He might have so, a liver problem. So yeah. wait, so did you have so like the ceremony reset? Like same thing about yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The same, so same kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And that so means that, like, even more so. Was was yeah. he in the wedding? Yeah. So even more so, he had less time to drink, which means he saw so, his first opportunity to drink and he started pounding. Like at yours, I was like, once I do my speech, bring me up shots. That was more responsible because I already well, had a few more beers. That, exactly. A few beers before that. S- same thing with Red. Red was like, I got to stop drinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speech. Yeah. So go on. So so I'm thinking, okay, it's only nine thirty. I can have a I good can have time some for fun two dance hours. With you can, my you can wife. have a drink or two. Yeah, yeah right. sure. So, so I go. Back downstairs, uh, and I do the photo booth with with the wife. Sure, uh, and then um, you know they have the bring the dessert out. So I had a couple of cannolis. You okay, know, I'm, very I'm, good. I'm enjoying. Very good. And then I get Guinea a text. Wop. I get a text from my dad. Come the fuck back up here. <laughs> oh my God! Do you read the text from your dad in, in his, his voice? voice? Yep. Yeah, thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. So I get up there, and this kid is laying over the couch like this into a fucking ah, waste paper. Basket, I think I saw some pictures. Just, just fucking puking. Oh God. Nonstop. Uh, the food Anthony like, had to cut up for him. Maybe Anthony chewed it up for him. Baby birded him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so that went on for about another 45 minutes. So before I know it, it's now 1030 and, and they're are loading up the to buses leave. to leave. Yeah. So at 11 o'clock, uh, the last bus shows up. So I'm thinking, OK, everybody's going to get on the bus. No problem. I get on the bus. My uncle's on the bus. Kay. My cousin and my aunt, my other aunt and uncle are on sure. the bus. My parents, my brother, and my sister are so not. So all the people that are supposed Wait. to be, yeah. that need to be, so are not. No, married sister is on, is on okay, the bus. Okay, married with, sister, but, but other, sister, other sister, mother, father, brother, not. And boyfriend. And boyfriend, okay. Oh, all four of them? Yep. So, oh, God. Were so, they in the photo booth? <laughs> uh, no, they were in the bridal suite. <laughs> oh, good. So the uh, bus gets back to the hotel, and I start getting calls <laughs> from every phone number imaginable. <laughs> So apparently there was some type of disagreement. This kid, for his credit, came in to tell everybody, hey, the buses are starting to leave. We got to get downstairs. You got to go. This is the last train out of Brooklyn. Let's go. So everybody is so beyond that my mother takes this as an insult and says, how dare you talk to me like that? And my brother gets Uh, up and says, you talk to my mom like that, I'm going to punch you in the fucking (laughs) face. Oh, come Complete on, Complete overreaction from all parties yep, involved. Yep. Oh, my God. So, uh, so basically, there was now some... Ter- so there's a threat of violence. Yes, there's a threat of violence. Um, a, a perceived insult that wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So I, I get a call from my sister. I get a call from my dad. You need to tell your sister to break up with this fucking asshole. Uh, what was he doing? He said, we got to get on the bus. Oh, that's who she was yelling at about disrespect? Yeah. Because she said, we got to get on the bus. I thought it was like the employee that drove no. the bus. Oh, so he didn't even do anything wrong, in I, theory. In theory. You didn't I, hear it, though. I didn't hear it. So I wasn't there. I don't know what was happening. Because so, he, he could have just said, hey, guys, we got to get on the bus. We got to get on the fucking bus. Yeah. Okay, so, gotcha, gotcha. To be fair, everybody was probably wrong. And everyone was drunk. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Right, right there, exactly. Everyone, everyone, everyone yeah. was drunk, so the perception of things could have been vastly different for each person. So now I have to send an Uber. Because no, oh, my brother's too drunk. Uber? My sister doesn't use Uber, and my parents don't know technology. So sure. now I have yeah, to send phones. an Uber Nokia. back to the Brownstone to get them. <laughs> and there's fucking six of them, so I have to send an Uber, Uber XL. Oh, dude, Jesus. dude, that's a lot of money, bro. Yeah, it was $65. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> To go for how Christ. far? Three miles. <laughs> okay, okay, next question. Did did anyone <laughs> did anyone even offer to pay you back? No, no of course no, not. No, why no, would they? Yeah, why would they? Christ. Okay. So now at this point, it's it's like one o'clock She's in the morning. She's got to break up with him. <laughs> it's like one o'clock in the morning, and they all get back. My sister and her boyfriend get off the bus first, and they go into the hotel. And then my dad goes, "Can you believe this fucking asshole?" And I'm like, "All right, I don't want. I don't know what to believe." I said, "Can you just get your shit out of my room and go home, please? Like, I yeah. want to go to bed. You all ruined my night. What do you mean I ruined your night?" I said, "No, no." <laughs> Every one of you ruined. It wasn't my night. anyone individually. It I might said, have been someone more shit dick more than others, yeah. but everyone was a collective ass munch tonight. Yeah, I, and I started to walk away, and I turned around and I said, "And by the way, just in case anybody wants to make an excuse, except for him," and I pointed at my brother, "I'm just as drunk as all of you." Yeah, and it's I not an excuse. am a fucking adult, and I walked away, and I went to my room, and they left. And, and that was it. And I haven't talked to any no, of them No, why since. would you want to? And it's not like you, any of them, like, reached out. Like, there was nights where you had to take care of my drunk ass the next day. I'm like, hey, thanks, dude. Yeah. Like, sorry about me being a fucking ass yeah. and having to pull over and so put my baby, cold ass so on the, flo- on the I ground. Listen, I babysat my brother. Uh, I Stopped your brother from fighting. Stopped my brother from fighting the table of old people. Stopped your brother from fighting your other future brother-in-law. Well, no, I, I wasn't there for okay, that. Okay, but you potentially had to. You uh, knew about I, it. I got an Uber for my entire family. That you paid for. That I paid for. 
and um, they weren't paid back for. No, and, and I wasn't Why paid would back you for. Be? And then, and I just, be, I didn't get to have any good, any bit of a good time at all. Well, I will say um, <sighs> that sucks that you didn't get to enjoy your sister's wedding. I hope it didn't entirely ruin her night. I hope after you took over, it kind of diverted it from her a little bit. Sounds like it did mostly. I'm sure she heard about it the next day, and I'm sure somehow <laughs> in the the perception of all this story and it being explained to her, you're somehow the asshole because <laughs> sure. I get it. I'm always the asshole in my family. You're always the asshole I'm in your family because we're, we're the ones that do the right things for the most part. Um, however, your loss at this wedding is our gain in entertainment. Yeah, for so there's always a silver lining. <laughs> and, and, and no, honestly, I looked at it that way. What did I text you guys the next morning? This will be a great bit for the yeah, show. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even tell you guys any details. I wanted no, you to no, hear it here. I, I didn't want details because I just wanted to know how it went. Um, so I'm glad overall that that was the, the sprinkles on the end of your week. A week. So that that's fantastic. Yep. My week was more or less uneventful. Nothing really significant. I was going to say, I don't think we could really follow we that. Got, I, 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 got, I got my hot water heater installed, so I was able to there shower at my own house. Right, but then the go. best part was... I, um, um, so, so I went out to the movies on Friday night, right? I'm getting and tattooed on Saturday. That's nice. It. That's cool. Yeah. I, I went to the movie Saturday, like a last showing of the night for a movie, got home late, didn't fall asleep till like 3.34, um, fell asleep Normal. on the couch. Girlfriend wakes me up. She's like, you can go. Landlord wakes me up. She's like, you can go sleep in the bed. Um, I'm up now. So I'm like, oh, cool. I get to sleep in the fucking bed. I have a cat laying on my fucking head. So I go and lay down. And five minutes later, she comes and wakes me up. She's like, Dan. It sounds like there's water in the crawl space. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like your dad, motherfucker. Uh. Like, I'm, I'm so mad. Thankfully, it wasn't anything significant. The the sub pump, the piping just came untouched, so it was yeah, just shooting gotta... out some water. It didn't get like filled or anything. But I had to go down there. I'm like, I don't, I didn't know what's going on. I'm like, let me say it. It just goes right, right in, in my fucking face, like nasty ass <laughs> fucking groundwater. So that was really cool. But outside of that, uh, nothing really significant. Um, old faithful, right in his face, dude. That's literally what it was. It was old faithful. What I wish it was come. Uh, okay. <laughs> So before we get into our reviews from last week, uh, why don't we give a shout out first to our friends over at Lobo Sound. If you're thinking about advertising, Taylor, who should you call? I think you should call Lobo Sound. If you need a website for this product you want to advertise and sell, who should you call? Oh, me too. Okay, yeah. Lobo Sound. Uh, I missed my cue, dude. That, that's because Lobo Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish have made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But get this, guys. Lobo Sound isn't limited to just Chicago. <sighs> Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California. Wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and, and affordably. affordably. Reach who you want to reach when you want on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704 or visit them at lobosound.com. And make sure if you met you, to mention you watch I listen and you'll get a 10% discount. So call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704 or visit them at lobosound.com. And we'll plug our buddies over at the, the Alcoholic Podcast after our review for this week reviews um okay so who wants to go first uh i think because i missed last week yeah i think I that's first? fair why don't you go first um taylor well, um i gave you oh wait, wait. well i was gonna say josh do you want to you want to like do this together because he gave us the did movie. you watch the did movie watch no it? i knew he didn't i knew oh. i knew he didn't oh i thought he was no Never i, I right, figured right. he was going to but then right. i knew he wasn't so. <laughs> <laughs> i had a lot of shit going on yeah you had a, a wedding fair. of of uh shenanigans oh, that so was that okay yeah okay so um i gave you the movie a new release uh starring shia labeouf 
Um, the peanut butter falcon, um, mm-hmm. called by some people the peanut butter retard. Um, not by me. I didn't say that. I said it now, but I didn't make it up. Yeah, but who called it? Um, that, uh, don't like... worry about it. Uh, a good friend of the show. Uh, so, um, Taylor, take it away. So, you gave me the peanut butter falcon. This movie is absolutely amazing. Dude, it's awesome. Um, it, it is a lot of fun. I do really like Shia LaBeouf. In, He's um, a great actor. In, Super underrated. In, in, in roles like this, because he really plays that like downtrodden hero character fairly well. Yeah, like the he, down on He's like a troublemaker too. He's so sure, like, sure. He has, he, I mean, he has a lot of experience in like causing stirs and shit. So yeah. like, he's what, got a lot of baggage. Yeah, for sure. And this movie is really uh, a testament to him and how good he is. I mean, I was gonna say he carried the movie, but that's not really well, true. It's also, at all. it's also a testament to him to work so well with a uh, an actor that actually has Down syndrome. And again, yeah. I give major kudos to the the writers, producers, and directors for casting someone that they didn't go like the simple Jack route and have Ben Stiller. Play him. Um, they cast an actor that actually has Down syndrome, and they wrote the role to fit him. And to work a chemistry with an actor that is, you know, um, has Down syndrome is really impressive. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you could definitely see like that they were they, they had to have been buddies. Off there was a bond. There was yeah, a legitimate sure. bond, and you could see it through the film. Yeah, because they were like, I, I love the fact that like it started small with like a handshake. Yeah, and like he just slowly starts progressing. And I love how like he finds out who he is, and he's like, Oh man, you're an outlaw. I'm an outlaw. Cool. Let's do this. Yeah, like. You know what I mean, mean like, the movie, its story was super simple. It didn't need to be complicated. Yeah, no, it was the nice. The movie starts out and it just goes. It's such a quick-paced movie. I love the the music in it. The music fit the the setting of it perfectly, yeah. like Bayou music almost. Yeah, well, I mean, it takes place in uh, no, not Louisiana. It takes place in like what? Virginia uh, I believe or it's in. Like uh, no, I believe it's in uh, Georgia. Georgia, Georgia or something. Like I believe that. it's yeah. Georgia because he's going to Florida and like yeah. that's way too like the, just the yeah, swamp it's swampy whatever. area. It's but, swampy area. Yeah, marshlands. So, um, the uh, some of my fa- <laughs> some of my favorite parts um, is when he almost got hit by a shrimp boat. That was funny. And then, and he, and then he taught him how to him, swim. Taught him how to swim. Taught um, him how to fish. Catch a fish. No, he caught a fish with his hands. I was saying to Josh when we did the episode last week, and I didn't think this the, the chick, Dakota Johnson, was attractive at all in those Fifty Shades movies. Dude, she was really cute. Like, yeah. I was like, wow, she like, maybe they doled her down for those terrible movies, and she was the, the perfect compliment. They didn't make need to make her role too much, but it was the right, like, I, the moral compass yeah. for those two who were kind of a little reckless. I, I okay, so so this is so. Let me, let me put it to you like this. I look at it as it's almost a dumbed down version of Green Book. Well, it's and it's, it's I, really a modern day Huckleberry Finn. That's yeah, what the story is. Because I look at it as um, uh, I forget the woman's name, but uh, what uh, Dakota Johnson? She's like the uptight has a, has a yeah, job. Tight ass. She's a tight you know, ass. You know what I mean? Like she's trying. Like she's all. I gotta yeah, fucking I gotta, do this. Gotta go by the book. Gotta exactly. Do this, gotta report him. And, and then you, <laughs> and then you got Shia LaBeouf, who's just like you know who, who's he's um, on the run. He's on the run from uh he said uh this these guys uh, John Hall could an incredible actor underrated actor they he set all his equipment on fire like twelve thousand dollars in damage yeah. he's like i gotta get out of dodge bro he, he's like uh he's like tony lip he goes yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. okay just lighten up it's fine yeah and then, like in turn they absolutely they, they learn from each other yeah now teaches him how to get drunk yeah. which was a great scene <laughs> yeah it's great um so if i want i want to say so out of everything that happened in this movie um the one thing i do Wish I would. The one thing I would definitely change about it would be the ending. Yeah, the ending was my um, only. Re- it didn't ruin the movie for me at all. No, no, no. And the ending made sense in context for the kind of story yes. because anything too over the top would have sensationalized the whole movie, which yeah. didn't need to be it. And it could have been. It could have been worse just as easily. Yeah. Well, I'll say, Josh, do you mind if I ruin it? Do you care? Nope. Okay. It's a very ambiguous kind of ending. Like they're well, like, oh, happy ending. Well, it's 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 a happy ending. So essentially, what happens is is that this kid wants to be a wrestler. He escapes from a he he, he escapes from a. 
assisted living facility for elderly for folk, elderly people there's nowhere because, to put him. He's an adult the, with Down syndrome that exactly. can't take care of himself. So, yeah, so the state no can't find a place to put him nowhere, so he escapes. Shia LaBeouf takes him to go see uh, what the hell was it? The the the, the saltwater redneck, the saltwater redneck and, played and by the Sandman from Spider-Man Three, who I, who I who I thought was Raiden, and I was so excited yeah, to he talk wasn't about Raiden. him. It he wasn't, wasn't Raiden. Raiden. Um, so uh, he teaches him, and then you get a cameo from the one and only Jake the Snake and Roberts, Mick Foley as the and referee. Mick Foley as the referee. Yeah. So and Jake, and Jake the Snake got to play the heel, like he had to do this. Ma- they were like, we're gonna let this so, kid wrestle, and he decided, I'm not letting. It, I'm, this kid's not going so, over. I mean, he starts working him stiff. So yeah. So there's a perfect picture of Jake you the Snake with the retarded kid. Yo, I'm sitting. Dude, he's sitting in the corner. He just has like fucked up. He has like a fucked up uh, shirt. He has fucked up sweatpants, and he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth with a fucked up beard. Yeah. And he's sitting back. He's laying back like he's Eddie Guerrero or something. And this kid's coming out like the peanut butter falcon. Yeah. He's got. He's going, it was like it's always sunny when they do the whole fucking wrestling yeah. episode. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. Dude of. starts kicking the shit out of him, and then um, so the guy, so the guys who are after Shia LaBeouf the entire movie find out where he's at, and at the same time, the retarded kid. I'm sorry, uh, the Zach. Down, the down Zach, syndrome. Zach, Zach. That's his name. Zach picks. Picks Jake the Snake up and over his head tosses him out of the ring. He gave him a a power press, body press, body uh, press, almost like a gorilla press. Yeah, no, body. It's just a straight body press. Either way. So then, simultaneously, as he's throwing Jake the Snake out of the ring, this guy comes with with a fucking with a tire iron. Yeah, yeah. Dude, right to Shia LaBeouf's head. Knocks him out. Cuts to black. Now it's led to believe the way Dakota Johnson reacts in the at the end of the movie, he's dead. Yeah, that's the first thing I I mean. I'm like, yo, they really killed him. That's dark. And at my at that point i would have been okay with it because then it shows after because they were trying to get to florida to escape and shit and then you see dakota johnson and zach um driving down to oh look we made it to florida and then he turns around and he high five shia labeouf and but two fucking huge yeah, shiners and he's it, a big band i would have liked the ending more if it instead he if was he more brain damaged than zach <laughs> <laughs> I, I i wouldn't have i wouldn't have minded if he actually had died and they still like he I wasn't in the back seat that's the one thing i would change i, I don't know i don't wouldn't like that i, I, I think that would that just makes it so much more dramatic than the whole. The movie's supposed to be like this heartwarming thing, and I no. thought the ending because each character, when you look at them, Zach had no family. They tell you well, Shia LaBeouf basically killed his brother in like a drunk driving yeah. accident. John Bernthal in a very small part, and Dakota Johnson clearly is just dedicated to her work. So to me, it was them on their path to finding each other and finding family, and more than anything, finding companionship, which none of them had. Well, because I, I think a lot of it was was that Tyler brought. All three of them together because mm-hmm. I mean Zach brought all, like everyone together in reality. Zach was the glue. Yeah, for real. But what ha- But the thing is, that, like Tyler brought out the, the like the like the compassion and stuff in Dakota he was the Johnson. First person to believe in Zach and beyond he, just being uh, exactly a, a, a charity case. And the stuff that was actually really funny was that like they they go to meet the saltwater redneck and he's like, uh, I haven't done this. I haven't done stuff. this in Cause years. Zach, is, Zach only knows him from a VHS tape he's had for like ten years. And I saw the VHS and I said to the landlord, I'm like, this motherfucker ain't wrestling anymore. Like it's a VHS. Yes, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 he's know. he probably dead. He's a wrestler. <laughs> so so they show up to his house and he's like, "Listen, man, I don't know how I don't know I don't know what to, how to like break this kid's heart, but like just say hi to him or whatever." So then they're walking down a dirt road, says hi to him, and the next thing you know, he he shows, he shows up, up in he, his full gear, full dude, kayfabe. You see him, you see him in the back in his Camaro and or T Bird. He had a T Bird. No, he had a dude Thunderbird. A Thunderbird. Thunder Thunder fucking Thunderbird. And he rolls up. Are you Zach? I'm the saltwater redneck. You want to yeah, learn how to cool. wrestle? Like, dude, it was real. It was a really like just enjoyable. A, it was a charm. Movie more than anything else. It it's was very, a, very charming. It's a great movie. It was well worth my fifteen dollars, and it gets a ten out of ten. Perfect. This movie is absolutely cool. amazing. Well, I'm glad you liked it. I had a feeling you would. Like, literally, I watched it the day before we recorded last week. Um, okay, so Josh, you gave me an album last week that Taylor's very familiar with. Uh, you gave me Between the Buried and Me, and that's Coma Ecliptic. 
Um, you had previously given me a Between the Buried and Me album, and that was the cover album, correct? Yeah. Which, Which I wasn't, I was not crazy didn't. about. I really, really like this album. Um, from start to finish, um, I love the sound on it. The opening song, uh, Node, um, really interesting sound on it, almost like a Nine Inch Nails kind of sound. Piano. And there was a bit of a Nine Inch Nails sound to a bunch of the songs they yep. incorporated. Um, a lot of digital kind of stuff, but not overly digital. I don't like when metal bands suddenly become just that. Yeah. So I thought that was perfect. Uh, Node set the tone for the album, despite not every song being like that. At I thought all. it was perfect. It kind of put me in this weird, like dark, eerie place. I would say eerie more than anything else. That opening song, yeah. Is. yeah. Um, then going to the next song was um, the was it the the I, I, the Coma Machine four <laughs> awesome sound. I almost said the Cum Machine. <laughs> um, Dim Ignition was a five. That one had the biggest Nine Inch Nail sound onto it, and that was my favorite song on the album. Uh, Famine, Famine Wolf was the only song that got less than a four. It was a three, still a good song. Uh, King Redeem and Queen Serene was a four. Um, Turn into uh, Turn on the Darkness was a five. Uh, I loved beefed. the breakdown on it. There's a breakdown about at the three minute mark that has a, the guitar on it has a big time Alice in Chains and then like a weird Almond Brothers sound to it. I was like that. That's a really, really interesting lineup. Um, The next one was the, um, I can't even read my hand reading here. Um, The hand reading. reading. Um, It's something, the Acoptic Stroll, I think it is. Uh, I I can't even read my own handwriting right now. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Okay, close enough. Uh, That was a five. Uh, Rapid Comma, four. Memory Palace, a four. Um, Option Oblivion, four. And Life in Velvet, a four. Um, This was a phenomenal metal album. And as you said, they incorporated more just straight up singing in it, which I always like when you, uh, you know, I'm fine with just screaming on an album, but I think it takes something even more to be able to incorporate going from screaming to singing and making it blend into one cohesive sound. And on that, they did that. Musically, it's a five. You can't shit on it. As a whole, the album is a four and a half. I added every song to my playlist. Um, Like I said, when I give a song a three, that's still a compliment. It's, you know, on a scale of one to five, it's just that song didn't stand out as much, but everything got a four or a five. Um, Phenomenal album. Lyrically, I love it. Musically, I loved it. It's produced incredibly more than anything else. To me, one of the biggest things, and I've highlighted this to you several times, the production value on an album is so important to me because to me it shows that everyone that worked on it really cares about the craft and the work they put into this album. And on Between the Berry and Me, and me Coma Ecliptic, they really put their effort in. This one gets a four and a half out of five for me. Uh, I'm glad you liked it because I, I was texting Taylor uh, a little bit later on in the week after I gave it to you that I wasn't sure how you were going to no, feel about I, it. No, I listened yeah. to it probably about 15 15 times. Yeah, no, there was um, the thing is what between the Barry and me, they're all virtuosos. They're all outstanding musicians. Yeah, like, the music like, stands out. They, like, they like, let everyone the, shine. Like if the drummer stands up and decides to play guitar and the guitar player decides to play bass, bass decides to play drums, they would still be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that's just how talented they are. Yeah. Um, hey, so, I, I really, really like this album. If cool. like this had come out this year, this would be one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, I'm probably going to keep listening to it because once I get hooked on an album, um, it, it's something like the Wonder Years one I still listen to. I've been listening to that Neck Deep album still that you gave me two weeks ago that I fucking love. But by the way, I'm fucking stoked that you like I that. I fucking loved it. I love this one. You guys are on a roll with this. Um, okay, so before we give our picks for this week, Taylor, give a shout to our alcoholic friends, one of whom is a father. Yeah. I, <laughs> guess what, bros and broads? Fudge and, and Finch, hashtag Shots for Lakes podcast, <laughs> is bringing video into the mix, or they've done that already. Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, tune in iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, you will now be able to watch them streams, uh, stream, their, stream their episodes every Saturday night after 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> 
your favorite booze-consuming podcast. We'll be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories. Streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. Go to these links as I will read them aloud and enjoy the assholery. Twitch.tv slash shots for likes podcast. Mixer.com. Shots for likes. Podcast. Pod. Make sure you put dot 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 in there. <laughs> yeah. Mixer.com slash shots for likes or visit shots for likes podcast.com and click the YouTube icon up top at the top of the website URL page and watch on YouTube. Uh, drink with us. And as always, don't be because you know what made me they happy. Just let us when record you f- a promo you know, for them. You know what made me ha- happy when you flubbed that line? Yeah. yeah it they, was bad. It was, and as was, always, oh. That was really bad. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to, Taylor, why don't you give your pick first? What am I doing? You're, give me your pick for this week first. Oh, what we normally do. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, for my, my pick this week, I had a lot of time to think about this because I've been sick, sure I've been busy, yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm going to give you, so far, my album of the year this Share. Okay. The album I'm gonna give you uh, is the brand new album from Dayseeker called Sleep Talk. I've been waiting for you to give me this one because of how you hyped it. Um, I really hope I like it because I don't want to shit on your favorite album of the year as much as I like shitting on you. I would not want to do that. Literally, not uh, figuratively. Yeah, literally, I like shitting on you. This, is, this isn't a fucking German Munchaiser video. It what is this? Could, what it could be. The fuck am I? You Carmen's watch, mom? You watch a Scheiser. <laughs> um, no, I, I really want to, because you've been hyping it. You got a fucking tattoo for it. Um, sure did. Um, so please elaborate, explain this album, the genre. Um, and you said it's your favorite album of the year right now. So Dayseeker is a weird mix. Again, the same not nearly as eccentric as Between the Buried and Me, but they are a little on the... I'm not going to say edgy. They're one more on the experimental side. So what I mean by that is that they're like not they're, they're not exactly... <laughs> listen, Noah's that experimental. Uh, <laughs> we, we, guys, we're not trying to be offensive. Well, he's gay. <laughs> no, he experimented in yeah, college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thank you, Phil. Let's, yeah, he said Phil Hartman. Yeah. No. Phil, no, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So Phil's Frank Vincent. So, so, oh Jesus! On. All right. So, um, but like, what I, what I mean by experimental is that like th- th- they don't exactly like the same thing. They're not exactly one particular genre. They they blend it. They, they blend it. They, it bleeds into each other very very well. And the lead singer is so otherworldly talented. <laughs> he is such a great singer. Now, um, if you they, had to put them in one box genre wise, would it be metal? Yes. Okay. I would definitely put them in metal. Um, this particular album is the lightest of all their records. Like, okay. uh, or yeah, the lightest. It's not definitely not the heaviest, but there are some heavy influences in there. Now, I will say that this album is very heavily influenced. Maybe because I, I actually I relate to it a lot because um, he went through a very very disturbing breakup with a person that he wasn't really ready to break up with. Okay. And the one thing that he keeps talking about is that how it hurts him more than it hurts the actual other person. Um, so it, it really comes through in his lyrics, and I love the way he articulates it. And the music that follows behind it is so powerful and moving. I've never heard, I haven't heard an album like this since 2013's um, The Greatest Generation by okay. The Wonder Years. Okay. Um, this album is absolutely fantastic, and I really hope you like it because if you don't, we're gonna fucking throw, we're sure, gonna throw hands. Sure, dog. I'll punch you in the I'm fucking cock. You, I don't give a shit. You're, you've done that plenty. What are you talking about? I know. I probably you probably got like just calloused cock now for me punching I got, it. I got calloused left nut. She's sucking it. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him that much fucking credit. <laughs> you could do better than him. I could do a lot better than him. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. That was mean. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm actually sorry right now. There are a few now. times I've been really insulted, and this yeah, that was one of them. I'm even saying that was too far for me. God okay. damn it. So my pick for the week. Um, I'm going to give you a movie that's among my favorites of the year. Cool. Um, I would put this in my top ten right now if it was you know the end of the year. It's getting close. It's probably going to be in my top ten, barring anything coming new coming out. Um, it Com- is Netflix. Like coming, it is, coming. It is a Netflix film. Uh, it just came out two weeks ago. Major hype behind this one, uh, starring Eddie Murphy. Dolomite is my name. Uh, um, this movie, I, I hyped it up to Josh last week, and Josh, I'd like you to watch it as well. I know I you want to see it anyway. I tried to type in Dolomite, and it said dopamine. Um, so <laughs> dopamine is nice too. Um, so Dolomite <laughs> is my name. Um, it's a very similar kind of story to The Disaster Artist, but there's way more of a lore to the character that Eddie Murphy plays. Um, it, it, to see where he came up as like a fledging like MC at nightclubs, to wanting to become a stand-up comedian. And to making this gimmick, this character that became such a huge influence, not just on stand-up comedy, but also major league on the hip-hop community. Who, Buckwheat? No, not Buckwheat. That racist. Um... Uh, so it, it's about his whole story about becoming this major stand-up comedian, one of the hottest selling stand-up comedians, into becoming a independent filmmaker and pretty much pioneering the black exploitation films that you saw pretty much um, Jackie Brown became was a um, tribute to more or right, less. Right, right, right. Um, it was one of the very first black black exploitation films. Became highly profitable, uh, very similar in the vein of the Disaster Artist, and showing how these people had no idea what they were doing. Um, it, but this was a real person. Uh, Eddie Murphy's great. The real highlight. Of this film for me though is Wesley Snipes is fucking awesome. Yeah, you said Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes is great in it. Is this his first major role back in a long time? I think he's he did like some movie with uh, Arnold and Stallone. Like he had a small part. Oh, in one he, of them. He, he was it wasn't he in the Expendables like three. He, like, the I think he was in the one. Expendables three because, and I think he like, did one of the Escape Plan dude, sequels that no dude, one saw. Dude, he was like fresh out of Prison, like maximum yeah. security. Yeah, and so, he was in that movie. So this movie it's really funny. Eddie Murphy is incredible. I would even call it. Uh, inspirational at times just to see where cool. he came from and where he got to. Um, I, I I absolutely loved it. Among my favorite movies of the year. So Dolomite is my name is so, the pick. So like you. it's and not, you don't need to buy it. It's on Netflix. So like it's not as funny as like Beverly Hills Cop. No, it's not that kind of movie, okay. but it's funny. There okay, were some parts right. that made me laugh out loud. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of people you'll recognize in the film. Well, as well. I mean, uh, when, when I. Well, a lot of people don't really realize, especially like the younger generation, that like when Eddie Murphy is on, there are a few people who are funny. Yeah, when he's like, when he when he's picks on, a good role, he's great. He's fucking I'm, I'm great. I'm talking about funny too. You yeah, don't when he's how funny, funny that motherfucker his comedic is. timing is second to none. He's one of the greats of all time. performers in comedy history. Yeah, whether it's stand up or comedic film, he's one of the best, dude. Uh, yeah, coming to America, coming to America, dude. I was ever. watching Trading Places the other day. It's incredible. Uh, but I saw two movies this week. Uh, I went. To the theater twice. Okay. On Friday night, I said I went to the movies. I went and saw Doctor Sleep, um, the, the oh, Shining yeah. sequel. Um, I watched The Shining again to get ready to watch it, but then I realized I'm just too busy. It was fucking awesome. I can't wait. Uh, it, it was really cool. One I of the things, all these movies. one of the things that I really liked that they did was it, it paid really good homage to The Shining, the Kubrick Shining. Excuse me. Um, they recreated some of the iconic scenes, and rather doing like that bullshit James Dean CGI thing I talked about last week, they cast actors that looked like young. Dan that looked like Jack in The Shining and looked like Wendy in The Shining. Um, and they recreated them. And after it starts out, it pretty much starts out at the end of The Shining, it becomes its own movie with little flashbacks here and there. And it, it also honors Stephen King's novel, The Shining, perfectly. 
Because that was his biggest gripe with Kubrick's film is that it lost the point of the story and what Jack mm-hmm. Torrance's character actually was. He wasn't this just psychopath right away. He was an alcoholic, and the house consumed him. The shine at Kubrick Shining brings out the whole element, eliminates the whole element of the house that is p- kind of possessing him. This does that while honoring Kubrick's film and honoring the morals of the book. Um, it, it was a two and a half hour movie. Went really quick. Um, the it, it has a big um, so, myth, mythical kind of. Uh, I don't know if you any of you read Doctor Sleep, but I, know, um, I didn't. It, it's really good. Well, it goes into what the mythos of what The Shining actually is even more. Yeah, which right. To me, is a huge so, part of it. So I, I want to ask. Sure. How, how was how was Ewan McGregor in this? Uh, he was great. He, he was, was good. he was great as young Danny. And you know, one of the things, The Shining, the book is about alcoholism and about addiction because most of Stephen King's book usually a huge influence because he was a coke addict when he wrote all these classic books. Um, this one is about recovery and uh, recovering from alcoholism and things like well, that. Well, that's him going back and really he's recovering from the traumatic experiences. Well, yeah, of the and hotel. he, he has, and he's trying to bury his shine um, by being an alcoholic, more or less. And there's big time jumps in it. Um, the girl that plays the the character that connects with him via The Shining is great. Um, I, I really, really love this movie. Cool. I was so happy with it. And the other movie I saw on Monday was Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. I appreciated your caption on your Instagram post. Oh, when I said... Cinema in all <laughs> does, caps. Does cinema, like... <laughs> Only Martin Scorsese can, and that was just you know I'm playing poking fun at the Marvel fucking dorks, uh, but it doesn't take much. You I'm know, surprised it, you can get ca- it, like castrated. So I went to that media. little independent film, uh, independent theater in Montclair, which is a really really cool place. It's actually a cool film festival they have there. Every year. So there was a guy at the movie, right? That was in the Irishman. There was there was a guy at the movie. No, there was a guy at the movie. Okay, that was in the Irishman. Oh. And this motherfucker didn't find out that his lines were cut until the movie played. He and you were there for yet. that? He was pissed. That's awesome. Like, you saw him. He's like, oh, there I am. And then the scene ends. He's like, I had a speaking scene. He was, like, in a row right in front of me. That's awesome. Uh, but then he's, like, recording his name on the credits after <laughs> like, it comes yo, out. Yeah, it's a three-and-a-half-hour movie. They cut Dude, I never, out. like, three-and-a-half hours, the way they edited this. Yeah. And that, that was the same thing with, like, Goodfellas and Casino, Wolf of Wall Street. They're, fat, they're long movies, but they move so quick because his editing is so good, his editing yeah. process. Yeah, for sure. This is nothing like Casino. It's nothing like Goodfellas. It's nothing like The Departed. It's a completely different kind of story. It brings so much more humanity to the subjects of the film than those films did. Because even in those films, you're like, these are bad people. There's a different element here. It's about getting older and the gripes that you have with your family as this is happening and not making them like Sharon Stone in Casino or Lorraine Bracco in uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, right. It's not compromising them. Uh, I, I really loved it. it. It's absolutely in my top 10 Scorsese films now. It might be top five. How was Pesci? Pesci was unbelievable. Now, the, the, you're, like you're talking, you're only taking Pesci off the street, not acting in God knows he how was, long, And right? it was such a non-Pesci performance. There was no over-the-top there was animation. No, you he stupid was so, horse manure he, smell a motherfucker, you! made you. me pop your fucking eyeball out for Charlie fucking V! No, I, I swear to God, that's all the diamonds. Yeah, that's all the it's, diamonds, bitch? He's, he's nothing like that in this. Really? It's so much more reserved. He's so good at that. And, it, and he was... You and that, prick, but yeah. He is great at that, but I thought it was cool to see him in a non-typical like type cat Because he got type Typecasted for a while. Oh, for sure. Like eight heads in a duffel bag. I mean, he was basically playing the same role he had in every I, movie. My cousin Vinny. Yeah, it, yeah. Even the, he, the he was so calm and home res- alone. and reserved, and it was all like facial expression, body language. De Niro was g- sensational. Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa was incredible. Yeah, incredible. And just seeing these three, you know, powerhouses Legends. in American cinema, arguably. 
you know, I, Pesci's a great actor, but Pacino and De Niro are in the conversation for the greatest American actors of all time. I think they're in the conversation. I think you can't have the conversation it, it's without the, them. They're, yeah. yeah, they're in the conversation, and to see them on there have this great chemistry. There's so many little parts in the film. Sebastian Maniscalco has a small part as Crazy Joe Gallo. He's great. Jim Norton as Don Rickles was great. Um, there's That's a ton what of, I'm curious. There's a ton about. of Sopranos actors in it, from Beansy to the dude that hung himself, Eugene. What about Christopher? Um, Charmaine Bucco plays fucking Pesci's wife in it. That's awesome. Um, it, I, I absolutely love it. Is there it. a veto sighting? No, there's no veto. Damn, veto. <sighs> no, not veto. Um, but yeah, Irishman was absolutely sensational. That's cool. Um, well, so you know, so I, I actually watched the movie again recently. Would you I, watch? And I want to talk about it because I realize how much I do not like it. What is that? Yesterday. Oh, okay. I didn't hate yesterday. Dude. It just it, I thought it Wait. was a fine movie for what it was. I thought they marketed it wrong. So it's more of a comedy. No, it's a rom com. It, no, it's it's just a straight comedy because it's fucking stupid and I hate the love story. It's fucking dumb. Well, that's why it's a rom com. Dude, love just, stories are always stupid it, in comedies. It just made me laugh when like the, no one knows who the Beatles are and then he, he googles Oasis and then Oasis doesn't <laughs> exist. That <laughs> I, made me laugh. I, I thought that was funny. I that like was that. great. And then like changing like Pepsi doesn't exist or Coke doesn't exist. And he goes, only Pepsi. Uh, yeah, I love how he's sitting there. He's like, oh, I can murder a cigarette right now. And the guy goes, oh, yeah. What's a cigarette? Yeah. And he goes, what the fuck? Dude, there were so many little things like that. Now, I like those aspects of yeah, it. I wish I, they went more into that. I just, it, it, like, it, I thought that kid was great. The main character, he was a great actor. He was very good. Very talented he, in, uh, singer. He, he has a very good voice. The thing that annoyed me, the, like I said, obviously the love story. And like the one part that drew me in a little bit more that, uh, that made the movie enjoyable was when he goes and he meets John. That was an amazing, John amazing Lennon scene. Was really, really cool. That was like, a cool scene. I wish they did more with that aspect of it and the things that also disappeared. I thought that, to me, meant more than the love story. And th that girl who I usually think is a really good actress, she was annoying in the movie. I mean, she was. She's a really good actress. Yeah. And it just... it. I didn't hate it. I it, it was forgettable. I'll never watch it again. If Ed, it's on like TBS mm. and I'm like beating it, I'll put that on. <laughs> Ed Sheeran was okay. Like I I, I do. Ed Sheeran. Like the one thing that made me laugh too was like, he, like when they his first gig is in the is in Russia and he and he goes he sings back in the USSR and he finishes it and he goes three three hours on a plane literally no no pen no paper no guitar and you wrote that entire fucking song. He goes. Yeah, it doesn't everybody. Yeah, like, it's like it's it's just dumb. And then it, and then at the end of the movie, I sat back and I realized, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't I don't want to live in a world without the no, fucking Beatles. No, who would want I to besides don't fucking Bob, doctor? Besides Doctor Douche, all he likes is Eleanor Rigby. Get the fuck like, out of here! And that made me laugh the most. He only likes Eleanor Rigby, and that's the one song he can't fucking remember. <laughs> yeah, true, true. He can't remember it. Eleanor Rigby does he um, does he throw the rice here? Does he do here? Did you like, get to hear my uh, my new segment that I have? This um, I started last week, and I'm continuing this week. The West Melford Masterpiece Theater. Yes. Okay. And the story that you told. Uh huh. Yes, you know, you know, I know. You you know. We've you've told before. Yes, yes. And I know. I feel like I was there, and I had no idea who you guys were. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I have another edition of West, Mel West Milford, um, literally uh, West Milford Masterpiece Theater this week, and this one involves uh, a couple yeah. and the boyfriend of the uh, or the best friend of the boyfriend in this couple. So let's call the couple. Let's call him. Um, uh, let's see. Come up with a, a chick name. Eleanor. Let's say Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor. Um, let's yeah. say uh, uh, James. For the the guy, and we'll call the best friend uh, Jim. Um, 
Uh, Jim. James and Jim, that's not going to help me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, John, John, okay. So James and Eleanor are in this relationship, right? They've been dating on and off for years. Um, very toxic relationship. They're both abusive towards each other, verbally, physically. Just high school, bad relationship, whatever. So, uh, and, and, you know, I'm John, sure, I'm pretty sure I already yeah, know who it yeah. is based and, off of just that. And John, um, is best friends with James and they do everything together. He does everything with, uh, James and Eleanor, whatever. So one weekend, James is away at his parents' house and, uh, it's just, uh, John and Eleanor hanging out and they're doing whatever. And they decide to go to a party. They go to a party. They get shit faced drunk. Right. What else do you do at a party? When yeah. You're in, in West Melford, you either get drunk or you do heroin or you do both. Um, so they get drunk. They come back to Eleanor's apartment um, or wherever she lives and they end up hooking up. So John hooks up with his best friend's girlfriend. Okay? This is not a new narrative. OK. So hooks up with his best friend's girlfriend. Um, they didn't have sex, but she gave him head and he came on her face. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty disrespectful. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's disrespectful. What else is no, a lady? No, 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 where's, no. Where else just to put it? Disrespect, no, disrespectful to your boy. Oh, of course. I mean, just hooking up with her, but then you dump a load on her face. Yeah, yeah. So, at least be your V on her T's or something. So yeah, or or an interview. However, um, I said it. Um, so, <laughs> I said that wrong. So the next day, Gosh. James comes back home, and they have a project. They want to paint Eleanor's room. Um, oh, and they wanted cute. to do like a whole project for a room, so they paint a room. It's the three of them: Eleanor, James, John. They're painting it. They're all in the same and room. They they paint a um, a black light room. No. <laughs> so they finish it up, and then they decide, like, oh, let's turn on the black lights and see what it looks like. Oh. They flip the light, the black light, and what's all over Eleanor's face but a fucking map of Hawaii. That's awesome. And James knows it ain't from him. <laughs> Flips out. He's flipping out on John. He's flipping out on Eleanor. He's breaking shit. And he says, and she's like, I'm sorry, we were drunk. <laughs> and he's like, don't beat me up, don't beat me up. And he says to her, you want to act like a whore, I'm going to treat you like a whore. And then... John and James tag teamer. They give her the old shish kebab kid, the old Chinese finger cuffs. And then the relationship was fine until it wasn't again like a week later because they broke up every fucking two weeks. But this, my, my friends, is another little just bird's eye view into West Melford. John is dead, by the way. Uh, John is dead. Yes, he is dead. John is, John, John is deceased. Um, I, I appreciate the curveball, Josh. Uh, yes. If you, if you thought it was twisted before. Yeah. That story is one of my favorite legends um, because I, I – and I like – all liked uh, two. I liked one of the three. Um, I like two of the three still, and I don't think I don't think they listen, so I'm not really worried. And again, they can't say anything to me because I didn't use real names. If they come and say he talked about me, I'm like, well, you just told everyone you took a load in the face, so not my fault. <laughs> and now for something completely different. <laughs> so okay, um, I got some other stuff this week. Um, did you hear about this fucking? He's a. Uh, Okay. Wait. Are you? What are you talking about? I'm talking about something else now. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um. Do you know? Great conversation. Do you know this Instagram influencer? His name is Freddie Bentley. Have you heard about this guy? I've heard of. I've heard the name, but I don't know exactly what the fuck is going on. So he's 22. He's from England. uh, Major Instagram influencer, which means whatever. (laughs) It means he makes a lot of money posting pictures, promoting products. Yeah, exactly. Which all power to you if you can make a living doing that. Good for you. You make a lot of money doing that, man. Good for you. Respect. But my big issue I have with a lot of these influencers is that thinking that their value is anything beyond them be making quirky, funny videos, and they decide to get into the world of social issues and political issues and things like that. Stay in your lane. So this kid is now trying to go around saying that we should stop teaching children about what am I going to say? 
It's not about sex. Okay. In schools, he's saying. Josh, what do you think he's telling kids to uh, to stop teaching children in schools because he thinks it's detrimental to them? Wait, how young are the kids? He just said school in general. He didn't oh, give an okay. age. He said we should not be teaching children this. I don't know. Sex education and genders. Okay. Science. World War II, because he believes it's too traumatic to learn about. Um, you know, one of the biggest world-changing events in civilized history. A, a third of the world's population disappeared in a yeah. matter of five years. Yeah. And he thinks that because um, kids can't handle... I, I think there is an element to that maybe if they're showing extremely graphic things, it, then it, like, sure. Don't, okay. don't, don't watch, show a fifth grader saving Private Ryan. No, don't watch World War II in color, dude. Yeah, like, like, but to not teach them is how you repeat history. Now, is, is this an extenuation of someone who's like a Holocaust truther? No, not even at all. He, not even this that. is, this just, is the extension different. of this soft culture, this woke culture, this oh. triggered culture... That he thinks that by teaching kids about World War II, we are aiding in the extension of mental illness throughout the world. So that's not that's not. I completely disagree with that. Of at course, all. you disagree with it because you're not a fucking idiot. Well, uh, one one and listen, I, I don't. I don't, I don't. It sounds weird when I say it. Well, that period in history is such a is such a pivotal pivotal time for the world as a whole. It's the only time nuclear weapons have been used. Like, ever. how do you not talk about that? Yeah, the U.S. used them, like, bro. Let's like go. you're talking about multiple things here. You're talking about our country being attacked on our soil for the first time. You're talking about the Holocaust. You're talking about again the nuclear bomb. You're talking about Italy. You're talking about the invasion of England and France and um in uh, your dude, country dude. and you were pulling got wiped off yeah. the map. Again, your country and your religion. You're talking. You're talking about. We, yeah, exactly. You're talking about. We decided to side with Stalin. We sided with one ruthless dictator over another ruthless dictator, or, which almost bit us in the ass anyway. Or, or, or how about uh, Benito Mussolini, part of the Axis powers? They cut his fucking head they off. They hung him. They hung him and his wife. Yeah, and then and then the then Italy suddenly was like, oh, we want to be on the winning team now. Yeah, of course. So, but well, like, we're smart. Listen, but no, listen, we we jumped the ship when we know it's too late. <laughs> yeah. No, but listen, there's a variety of different things that you have to look at, which by Boy, that's Monty Python's. Sketch. I know. I know. Oh, so you wouldn't have much fun in Stalingrad. No, we are going hiking. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's but listen. You can't take that away because like how listen. Do you not teach world history. The the, the advances. U.S. history. The advances in technology. The advances in uh, the advances in in um in naval and and Aviation. land and air air combat. The first time paratroopers were ever used in actual combat. Dude, the D Day. D-Day! That's all you gotta say! Dude. And this kid thinks that the, the mental well-being of listen. our children is more important. No! Listen. By doing this, you're hurting the mental well-being because they can't handle harsh realities. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, sound like, I'm gonna sound like a real idiot when I say Bro. this, but, but here's the truth. I don't want to live in a country where if I say December 7th, 19, 1943, a day that will live in infamy, and no one knows what the and fuck I mean, and we can't, talk, mean, about and we can't talk about it, we can't talk about FDR's square deal that pulled us out of the... De- the Great Depression. We can't talk about FDR's we wheelchair. We can't talk about the, uh, arguably the greatest president in the history of this fucking country. Truman. Who went through four fucking terms unheard of. No one's fucking done it since. Josh, comment. Actually, died at the beginning well, I mean, of his fourth term because of polio. FDR, polio hunter. Uh, the, fucking the write a book about it. I wouldn't go that far. I don't know. I, I don't think he I think he's one of the ten best presidents ever. He's one of the best presidents I, uh, ever. I would say right but the I, fuck um, down. here's the problem though, if you really want to get into this. Um he also is the sole reason we got into the Vietnam War. He's the 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 beginning of the Vietnam War of us sending people and lying about it. He was one of the first presidents to try and upheave a, another country because of their ideology, and that took us how long to get out of. And I am a fan of FDR. I think that his his policies did so much for our country. I, I 
I'd probably put it in my top five, honestly, presidents. I don't know about best ever. For me, it's probably no, still, no, no. It's probably still Reagan. Hold on. I said I didn't mean to say best ever. I apologize. One, he's not, I think no, he's, he's, he's the in the ever. conversation. He's no. probably the most influential president as far as changing the national narrative of a country that we've had. And, and, my, and my, him and Lincoln are probably the two that change and, the national narrative. Now, I say in my personal opinion, Abraham Lincoln's number one. Well, There's no, no. for me, it's Teddy. I love Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt was Roosevelt. a badass. Bro. Teddy Roosevelt didn't give any fucks. Dude, the Rough Riders showed up, got shot, and was like, "Fuck you!" Bang. Yes, like, so that was I, awesome. I, I think this kid needs to fuck off. Okay, um, so I, I want to stay on the subject of of woke and soft culture. Sure. So, did you hear? And this is actually local news because New Jersey is small enough; it's a three hour mm-hmm, ride to the mm-hmm. end of the state. So, everywhere is fucking local. In Boundbrook, New Jersey, there uh, in 2012, there is a junior varsity uh, uh, baseball game. Okay. And, oh, is this the slide? Yes. Okay. And 2015, it, it was. It was 2015. I saw the article. It was uh, 2012, and it was 2015. Okay. It was brought to court, and then got they it, just got it. Yeah. So, be, so in 2012, the kid is rounded. He he's he's a two. It's a he's going for a triple. Okay. And his third base coach yells slide slide, slide yeah because it's a bang bang play yeah right this kid slides and has a catastrophic ankle injury yeah, yeah. we're like tore they, all the ligaments in his ankle and his knee i believe we're like um, he's never gonna play competitively again no he, he's he's never gonna walk he's 22 oh, years old he, he's 22 years old now like like there's a there's a variety of different things that go into this now the parents and the player were suing the coach who is now the third, third base coach the third base coach for being not fit to coach and not being able to make the correct call and therefore, he is directly uh, responsible. In- responsible for their son's injury. Yeah, um, which I do not exactly agree with. No, now, I, there's no. You should not but, not exactly now, agree with. You shouldn't agree with that now, at all. It's listen. It's an accident. It sucks, dude. It's sports. Injuries happen. Fluky fucking things now, happen. Mickey Mantle fucking ruined his career because he stepped on a sewer grate in center field at Yankee Stadium. I understand, but you're talking about Mickey Mantle to a freshman in high school. Sure. Now, now but here's 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 my thing. You can't hold that guy accountable for doing his job. And who are for you for doing what he's told to do? For first doing of what all, baseball teaches that you could have caused a bigger but, injury if he had just collided with the kid. They could have fucking got concussed. First, like, for, come on. First of all, it's Sliding into a base has been around since the dawn of baseball. He didn't tell the kid to slide. He didn't tell the kid to slide ankle f- uh, feet first either. No, usually third base you slide head first because you're trying yeah. to get around the tag. Well, I, I think also I think in high school and junior varsity at least now so the rules are you're not, you're, you're not allowed to slide. What about head in first. 2012? Was that the rule? That's the question. I I don't think so. I because, just think that's an instinct play. I'm just trying because I remember in 2010 that wasn't like you couldn't slide head yeah. first unless I, you were which varsity. Is stupid, which yeah. is very stupid as I well. Agree. I'm agreeing with you, but what I'm saying is. Is that so? The state. So I read the numbers. The state spent seventy five thousand dollars in legal defense. And and listen, no, we spent seventy five thousand dollars because it's taxpayer money. So now, so here's where we get a little bit of justice, and it kind of stinks because it's still at it's still at the expense of the kid, and who ultimately loses in the end, no matter where which way you look at this, um, is that the the teacher got off scot free. However, it is you know something like this hanging over your head. It's kind of it's kind of ruin your life. It makes you feel sure. bad. It questions you as a coach. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I, I remember, and this is a similar story. Um, so my dad coached in little league, coached my teams. Uh, he was like the assistant coach. And the one day, the head coach couldn't make a game because his son that was on the team had something else to do. So my dad was the head coach. I remember this so vividly. So um, where one of the kids on my team was up the bat, and it was Shelby Sarnowski, a kid that went, Josh and I went to elementary school with, was pitching for the other team, and the first pitch that Shelby throws beams this kid right in the nose and knocks out like two of his fucking teeth this kid's nose is gushing blood my dad felt guilty about that not his fault he was just there 
um, he felt guilty about it forever. So imagine if you feel like you were directly responsible for this kid's collegiate career or athletic career, rather, mm. being ruined. Yeah, yeah well, I get it. Say, I've seen that happen. My buddy Eric hits a foul ball. The coach isn't paying attention. Catches, like Simon Birch. Bro, it catches him in the eye. There's blood everywhere. Yeah, dude, I, felt, I can understand that. Coaches, and, I mean, boxers dude, that kill people feel now, guilty. Now, here's the thing. I've been Mr. on Max I, <laughs> I've been on the other end of that, where I was playing third base, and I go to roll a pair. I go, am I playing third base? I pick it up. I go to throw to second. I throw out to second, and this kid, Matt, all intents for whatever whatever you may be was not the best athlete. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have been out there. I throw the ball Put him in right field. <laughs> yeah, no, I throw the ball. The sun hits him in the eye, and then simultaneously the, the ball hits him in the eye. Yeah, it happens. Just sports. Bro, I've, I've snapped people's arms bro, in jujitsu. I fucking it, hurt people's ankles. It happens. It I choke people out. It destroyed his orbital bone. And when I tell Good you, I felt like the biggest piece of shit yeah, dude, for it, so long. So imagine how this adult feels uh, about. A child's, you know, athletic career being over, and then you sue him. Like, is it like it, I, I want to? Did he lose in court? No, okay. no, no. So they ended up winning. Good. Now, now the other thing too is that not a dollar was coming out of his pocket if the, he was to lose because they were going to have to pay rest. I'm not maybe not restitution, but whatever the whatever legal the, fees, the legal fees, legal fees, and also like court fees, court fees, and whatever the amount was going to be in the six figures to help pay this kid's medical bills and and support this kid for the rest of his life because they said they almost had to be amputated like there honestly was, i don't know if this is like, like soft culture as much as it is people looking like no. people like uh, like slipping jimmy on better call Saul. Like yeah, people right. are just trying to fall and then get a payday out of it so like that sounds like more like a family saw their opportunity to sue this one's a little weird because like i said the kid ultimately loses in the end and it yeah, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't his matter parents because keep him dragged into this and probably convince him that it's the right thing to do and so and it, this kid's gonna go the whole rest of his life thinking he's a fucking victim now yeah exactly and that and that's terrible but like ultimately no, that, fuck that kid and fuck his parents that's what i said yeah fuck them fuck them i don't give a shit anymore no fuck nor should you because fuck them is right um so i had a question that came in from one of our listeners and the guy i know uh this guy kevin um it was actually funny he posted um that he was listening to the wonder years greatest generation on facebook i commented i was like dude that's like one of my favorite albums that i just heard he's like actually i listened to it because of you and taylor um and i was like dude that's great and he said i know you guys really don't take questions anymore but i had one for you guys and he asked if um if there's any band or artist that we could see in concert that is no longer together. So eliminate rage, eliminate system of a down. I'm thinking more like further back. People died, whatever, you know, that kind I, of thing. I literally was just thinking about this last so night. He asked, like, who would it be, band or artist wise? It Josh. has to be number one. Like, has yeah, to be like, one? Uh, name a co- I don't care if you name a couple, but okay. if you have one that, like, is the number one you could think of, who would it be? Stone Devil Pilots. That's a good, that's a really, really good one. Okay. I'm always, not to be mean, I, I seen them, but if. Stone well, Temple Pilots Prime Stone yeah, Temple Pilots saw, If you saw Prime. Scott Weiland Was probably fucking Dragging ass Yeah sure Fucking totally Doped out. out Doped out Yeah he, yeah he, he showed up in full Amish gear Instead of singing to the microphone He sang into a megaphone Into yeah. the microphone Yeah There you go That was so, awesome. Exactly yeah. And he showed up two hours late Yeah of course uh, he did uh, So if I really had to pick one it's got to be Prince man That's a really Really I, good I one need to, I need Listen I still to this day I, I, I rue the day that I didn't take an opportunity to go see Prince when I probably had yeah, one. Yeah, pro- you probably had one, legitimately. Like, and I'm, mad, um, I'm still mad me, about it. For me, it's probably Hendrix. It's Hendrix. probably Jimi Hendrix. I mean, because, you know, Eric Clapton said, who is one of, he completely changed the way guitar was played, Eric yeah. Clapton. And he said the first time he heard or saw Jimi Hendrix that he cried. He was like, it, and that changed the way that he played guitar going forward. And I've gotten to see in a ton of uh, Hendrix footage, you know, between Woodstock and other performances. It's Hendrix, but there's so many others. I mean, you're, we were just talking about 
ever gone up to Bethel Woods? I dude, I've gone to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They have the Jimi Hendrix Theater. I was gonna say yeah, you yeah, told me like, about that. Yeah. Um, but like I mean, we just talked about the Beatles, like the Beatles. So dude, Elvis. Like, did you see the sensationalism in the Johnny, crowd with Elvis? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, Zeppelin. I, I would love to see Merle Haggard, like like the real country artists. Dude, like I'm, the real I, good I would ones. love to I would have loved to see Nirvana. I would have loved to see Alice in Chains. Like there's original a, Alice in Chains. Yeah, original dude. Alice in Chains with, with Lane Staley, like right around uh, the time Dirt came out. I would have fucking loved that. I mean, there, there's See, a ton that you can think of. See, I mean, Bowie, Bowie. See, I would, I would have loved to see David Bowie. See, Queen, see, Queen, dude. See original Drowning Pool. No, oh god. Actually, I, I like that when they first dropped. Oh, the first Drowning Pool album was dope. Hit the floor. Dude, that, that album one? was great. That was a great album. No, dude, yo, that guy ruled. Yeah, he was so good. But dude, uh, how could Queen? We, Queen, how could you not like have them in the conversation? No, Imagine being because, at Live Aid. Oh, like I'm trying to think. Like Talking Heads, I would have been all about. I don't. I know they still play out randomly. I would have loved to see the Talking Heads because such an interesting unique band um i would have loved to see deep purple in their prime yeah that's black a good sabbath one. One in their prime oh hell yeah and sabbath is a good choice i would love to go see oh, i just fucking had it the doors i would yeah, love to see jim I'm morrison i'm not even a huge man. doors fan but well, i'd actually agree with that. just for me because one ray manzarek is also dead and jim morrison's been dead for god knows sure, how long sure. and that's my like my father's favorite band oh here's a deep cut i would love to see the original band Boston. I would love to see Brad Delp. That's a Only really play good the choice. first album because your first album is your greatest hits album, essentially. Original CCR would have been about to. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I, I mean, I saw CCR without well, Fogarty last summer and it was like, oh, it's kind of cool, but well, it's not Fogarty. It's yeah. not. But Fogarty doesn't even sound like Fogarty anymore. No. Um, you know, I could still see him, but I would I would love to see Alan John because his performance is supposed to be like amazing. I, I'd rather see him than watch Rocket Man again, personally. Yeah, um, it's fine. I still probably won't watch it. it you, watch it because if you like his music, I it's like, great. I do like it. A and lot. he's great. Ansel Eggard is fucking awesome in it but the movie itself is average i'm trying to think of another one because there's definitely other people that passed away that, like i, I mean there, there's a lot i mean moment. um fucking pantera like original pantera Holy slayer shit, dude i would love to see Dimebag. dude like oh my yeah. god um uh motorhead like shit i see motorhead motorhead yeah, was yeah, crazy exactly um okay josh i want you to do our new segment right now okay um so i i was telling the taylor about this beforehand uh, you want uh usa or global uh, USA. Yeah, don't, don't do global, we don't, we're, we're American, be, and we're American. We don't global, need K-pop. Global is going to be all fucking K-pop. So, let me explain and EDM. this. Let me explain this beforehand. So, That's US um, too. I, a few times when hanging out with the landlord, um, you know. I, I've told her like I don't know like any contemporary like current music like I'll switch on like the top forty station sometimes I'm like I don't know what the fuck this is you catch on a couple songs because they're everywhere and we decided to go through like the top ten songs right now on iTunes and I wanted to see how many I knew how many of them I thought were good but more so how many I thought were terrible which wow. ended up being most of them Just hit my head so, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have uh, Josh the engineer play these top ten songs I guess you could start at ten or is, are they even ranked. Yeah, they're right. Okay, so start at 10, play it, let me hear it for a minute, then tell me what. Tell us what it is. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a terrible uh, so wine. So this is number 10. It's okay. like a terrible wine Yeah, let's tasting. see. Number 10. Yeah, this is ass tasting. Okay. <sighs> Sounds very generic so far. I get a scent of douche. Let's see. Ugh. <coughs> is this a porno? <laughs> let's see. Girl. Oh, turn it off. Turn wait, it wait, off. wait, hold on. Let's give it a minute. Give it a minute. Let's hear what this trash is. Auto tuned at the ass. I can't understand what he's saying. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Oh my. Blah, blah. The fact, the fact dude, that people, yeah, the fact that people think this is music, they sounded, they sound like the zombies in the World War Z game. <laughs> okay, what was that, Josh? Uh, that was Hot Now by Young Boy Never Broke Again. 
you will be broke again when people forget about you and you spent all your money on grills and rims. Uh, go to number nine, please. All right, number nine. <laughs> Trash. Let's see. Do you know any of these top ten songs? Just looking at them quickly. I know, I know one of the artists. Okay, one, just one though. Yeah, not two. I know two okay. of the artists, dude. Why do all of them have these weird like? Never mind. I know three of the artists. Okay, we get it. You know some. We <laughs> uh, just turned twenty-eight. Let's see. Well, yeah, I, I and now you're, see how out of touch you are. I'm back. Oh my god! Why do all these songs sound the same? Hang Wait, on. I got. Stop okay. talking. Stop talking. Okay, I fuck right, with the I beat. Actually, the beat's hot. Yeah, I, I don't mind. This, this isn't as bad. Listen, th- th- this goes back to my my point. I've said okay. a thousand times. The production level on all these songs this isn't is otherworldly. This isn't but bad. These fucking artists. It's just very trash, generic. It's just dude. very. Ge- so okay, go ahead, turn that off. Who is that? Uh, that would be Ballin featuring Roddy Rich by Mustard. By mustard? Yeah. By mustard. Wait, 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 wait. Roddy Rich by mustard or no, Roddy no. Ballin featuring Roddy Rich. By Mustard. So it's called Ballin featuring Roddy Rich. How does he Roddy s- Rich is a featured artist on the track. But the song is called Ballin featuring Roddy Rich? No, that's how no, it fucking No, he's is. the feature. He's the feature. That's so, how it's listed in iTunes. Ballin featuring Roddy Rich. You know Rich. how it's like... Yeah, I get it, but like... Whatever. It, that one was... How bad. does he spell mustard normally? <laughs> Literally just mustard. <laughs> just mustard? Okay, alright, go to number... Doesn't even go spell to number it stupid? Eight, please. Let's see number eight. Okay. This sounds different so far. I thought it was Dan and Shay for a second. Okay. Very I'm wi- slow. I'm wi- the- Taylor Swift? Oh, wait, what is this? Alright, this is at least a little different. Is it Billie Eilish? No, definitely not Billie Eilish. Way too upbeat. Okay. I want to hear when the, the, the beat drops. She's not from America. Do you know who this is or no? Yes. Is it Ellie Goulding? No. I don't even know who it is. Everyone, everyone knows who this is. Is it Ariana Grande it, or Selena is, Gomez? Is or yes, Selena Gomez? Yes. Selena Gomez. She doesn't have that great... She's a pretty voice. I wouldn't say she's a great voice. Like, it's just... She's all right. Like, it's like that Britney Spears voice. Like, oh, she's got a nice voice, but it's not like Christina Aguilera fucking powering through... Or Lady Gaga powering through you vocals. You are beautiful. Yeah, like, she can sing. Britney yeah. Spears uh, is just, you know, talk sings. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, Britney Spears is probably a Justin biggest, Bieber breakup song. Or the probably. Biggest pop it's song called of the 90s. Lose You to Love Me by yeah, Selena Yeah, that's, Br- that's a Justin Bieber uh, hate song. Okay, let's go to number <coughs> seven, Josh. <coughs> Josh? Yes, number seven. Number seven? Oh, my God. Let's number see. seven. I don't know this. <laughs> these all, all of these songs start out, like, sounding the same. Because there's no creativity and there's no well, originality. It's not even that. Most of these people go to their producers, and they're like, what sounds good right now? What's the hot, popular stuff? We've got to sound the same. You don't know who this is, you said, Josh? No. Ugh. Because everyone just sounds the same. Ugh. Ugh. Why does every song have to have a reference to some brand design thing? What? Is that Lizzo? No, no, this is not Lizzo. This is awful. Do you, do you, now, now do you wonder why I listen to metal? Yeah, because, I mean, I wonder it, why I listen to everything but Top because, 40. Because you know why? Because it, it takes a little more fucking talent to scream. Right, turn this off. What is that, Josh? This is Playing Games by Summer Walker and Bryson Tiller. Okay. I can almost bet you that somewhere in those lyrics there's a mention of Snapchat and Fortnite. Uh, DMs. All right. All right. Uh, number, so shut number, up. Number, number six. Number six. Okay, boomer. Let's see. All right. 
off. Turn it off. Yeah, turn it turn off. It Instantly, off. Gucci right away. Garbage. Two straight songs garbage. Garbage. Gucci. Garbage. That would be garbage. make no sense. Bye again. Young boy never broke again. So he's like the really popular guy right now, I'm guessing. It looks like is it. He, I'm assuming he's probably a guy that got discovered on SoundCloud as well. Most That's likely. my guess. Okay. Trash again. I'm All surprised right, number I haven't five. seen Number five. This is somebody we know. Let's see. Um, if you would have ever told me that this guy would have a top five song in 2019, I'd be like, yeah. Okay. Is that Kanye? No. Let's see. Hey. He's a feature. He's not the okay. artist. I feel like I know. I feel like I know who that is too. Will we know the no. voice once the no, the that, featured that's, artist? That's Drake. Drake is the feature. I knew yeah, that was Drake, okay. but will we know who the actual like? You might. Let's see. See, here's the thing. I don't hate Drake. I really don't. I don't hate Drake either. You see, he got booed at that concert. He came out. It was supposed to be Frank Ocean, and he came out, and everyone booed him. Yeah. All right. I don't know what this is. I it's forgettable. I I don't, I don't hate it, but no, like, I don't I hate it. It's just, it again. If it's on, I'm fine with it. But it's it's just, forgettable. It's I very just, generic. I just respect Drake's just, hustle so just, much. This is very vanilla. Yeah. Josh, what is this? And turn this off. This is No Guidance featuring Drake by Chris Brown. Chris Brown, really? Okay. Uh, not okay. He should not be getting work. Anymore, and he shouldn't have gotten it a long time ago. I'm not, I'm not gonna like Chris Brown put out one song like in the last two years with Lil Dicky that was fucking awesome called Freaky Friday. It was uh, number four is gonna be bad. So All right, let's fun. see number four. You number know who, four is you know gonna who, be bad. You know who this is? Uh, also? Well, uh, now I do. But okay, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be bad. All right, let's see. Oh my god! Hey, come. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? This is a song called Bandit by Juice World. Okay, Wor- what's next? World spelled W-R-L-D. What? How is world spelled? W-R-L-D. Juice, Wor- Juice World and Young Boy Never Broke Again. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, turn this off. I hate Young Boy Never Broke Again. Holy Jesus. <laughs> All right, number what three. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is that? that? All right, this is three. Yes. You love the gram. Instagram reference instantly. No, he skirted twice and he didn't even say a word yet. No. Yeah. (laughs) That's what that's Uh -uh. called, skirting? Yeah, skirt, skirt. All this here. shit sounds like it could be one song. You sound like you're talking on right, a next tell, you fuck. What is this? Right, this is Roxanne by Arizona Zerus. No! Only Roxanne is by the fucking police, and that's the only song I like by them. Right, that's number not two, true. Number two might be good. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I only know that this guy's popular. I don't know for what reason. If he if he should be popular yeah. is what you mean. Okay, yeah. okay here's my next question, stupid. Josh. How mm. many of these songs are on your brother's playlist? <laughs> Most of them, probably. probably. All. Yeah, oh. as he's puking in a fucking bridal suite. Okay. No, no, no. Again, auto tune and just mumbles. But beat hot, man. The beat is great. Like I like the guitar, the acoustic, the classical acoustic in the back. There's like there's, I, I don't know who it is. There's zero talent. Yeah, there's no no when, there's no rapping. He's yeah. just talking. Uh, I got a baloney with a cheese. <laughs> I got a peanut butter jam. <laughs> I got a Gucci magazine. Like that's all they're doing. A B C D E F G. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to sleep at nine. <laughs> like okay, turn this off. What is this? Uh, this is highest in the room by Travis Scott. 
That's Travis Scott. Yeah. Okay, Travis Scott has one song that is fire, and that's about it. All right. Sicko, All right and then sicko. finally, number one. Are you guys ready? Is it no, Liz? Okay, Liz. let's see what it is. Let's see number one this week in iTunes. Oh my god! Every time. Did, you are a fucking idiot if you like this shit. I gotta do Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me how people listen to this and, like, yo, this shit's fire. Give me tell the cheese. Oh, he's no, not even He's not even on the fucking beat. No, he's like Hamana Hamana Hamana. This beat's annoying. This gives me a headache. Turn this off. Why? It's a Why trap are you beat. so fucking stupid? It's you a trap anyone beat. they made this top ten. If if you're a parent and your kid listens to this, smother them. If you're yeah. a parent and your kid listens to this and you like it too, fucking run the Dude, ga- run the just... fucking hose from your car, start it, and die. I like how that's your you go-to. You fucking now. asshole. I really love how that's your go-to. Dude. Fuck you! So, Fuck you! So outside, I'm so looking I'm outside the top ten. I'm so surprised I didn't see a Post Malone song in there. Which, but, by the but, way, that tells you how fucking good Hollywood Bleeding really fucking is because so, it's not in the top ten. What? So Post is at number eleven with okay. circles. Okay, uh, that's a Kanye good song. Is at thirteen with Follow God. Okay. Uh, we have another young boy never broke again at six. Fuck him! <laughs> I fucking hate him. Um, I hope he is broke and tomorrow. And we have another young boy broke again at number twenty-one. Dude, dude no. okay, I can't do that. I'm getting dude, really listen, angry. No, I'm getting listen, really I, fucking I, angry. I really hope he gets his ankles broken. Dude, no, that's too easy. That's too easy because then he'll sue not, someone. He'll probably win. Outside, okay, so outside of Post and Kanye, there's not a single artist on this list that I would listen to until number thirty-nine, which would be Drake. <sighs> really? And then number forty, you got Wale. Um, Wale is on still what? Yeah. Wale is still a All thing. Right. I, I can't do this anymore. We're gonna do it again next week, and it's probably gonna be three more young boy never broke songs on there. Young is boy, so please the, die. So, uh, this list is updated every single day, Good. so there, there Good. will be okay. Fantastic, uh, different content. Great, great. All right, new subject. Um, who is the 2019 sexiest man alive? Jacob Russell Wilson. Jacob Degrom. Russell Wilson. You say? <laughs> who do you say it is? Jacob Degrom. Uh, it is John Legend. Okay. One of the pussiest people alive. Pussy. Writing, rewriting lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside to be more awoke and doing it with Kelly Clarkson. Oh, who gives fuck a him. Shit? Who cares? Fuck him. He's not sexy. I know sexy and he's not. Okay. Would you agree he's not sexy? I wouldn't agree that you know sexy. I know sexy. He's not sexy. Jimmy Garoppolo, sexy. Okay. You'd agree. I didn't disagree. Yeah, exactly. Because you got a fucking rod right now, you fruit. Um, okay. <laughs> um, and, I, and I'm going to get in trouble. Guys, uh, Disney Plus, thoughts so far? Uh, really cool. Uh, Steamboat in- Willie's there, which I didn't expect. Best interface of any streaming platform I've seen so far. By uh, far the best functioning one I've used. Uh, I don't know about what you think, Josh, but the Disney Plus interface is fucking phenomenal. It's definitely up there, and I definitely think HBO is the worst. Um, I actually hate Hulu's interface. Hulu I think Hulu's sucks interface too. sucks. It's trash. Amazon Prime's is pretty good. Amazon's nice. Um, Amazon's nice. Netflix well, obviously is like the uh, the flag bearer. Yeah. I th- I still think WWE Network's fan uh, interface is fantastic. Theirs is really mm. good. UFC Fight Pass is trash. ESPN Plus yeah, is fantastic. Th- yeah, Fight Pass is trash. Um, yeah, you did got you that see right. what boxing match happened this weekend, Taylor? Yes. Did you see that it did? What'd you do, Josh? You brought the forgot the memory card, so you got to use your phone. Shit sucks. So we gotta sit right next to each other, don't we? No, not even that. It no, just it takes is, longer for him to upload. Yeah, the phone is a better Oh yeah, angle. that's the thing. Just right, don't right, do it right, in 4K yeah. or 1080. Just do 720. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. So there was it looked a, like shit normally. There was, that's what I said. Yeah, you got shit in your fucking face. Do I? Yeah, you got you got red on you. <laughs> um, so there was a boxing match this weekend that did bigger numbers than a boxing match featuring Canelo Alvarez the week before. Can I guess who it is? Sure. It is Logan Paul versus KSI. Okay, I don't know who KSI is he at all. Sucks at all. But another vlogger. So this fight on the zone did bigger numbers than Canelo Alvarez's fight did. It cost less, so that's part of it. But Canelo. Alvarez isn't popular. So let me uh, let me let me let me let me tell you something. Sure. I watched the fight. Why? Because I watched it for free the next day on YouTube. Because oh, I was curious. I, I'm not entertaining that fucking trash. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I agree, you should watch Canelo versus Sergi, whatever the Ser- Sergey Kovalev. Kovalev. That was his last name. Yeah. Great he, fight. Great, great knockout. Exactly. Great fight. Um, Won some money on fucking Canelo. Well, that was also a weird night because Quaz is like, do I watch Jorge Nate or do I watch I'm like, both? I go, that's whatever, figure it out. <laughs> I'll put one on your phone and one on your fucking computer. So I so I watched I watched the fight. I ran it back and I watched it. And I was thinking to myself, okay, this is it's at least entertaining. I could care From what less. I understand people were actually like impressed with their skill sets and they were conditioned. So uh, Logan Paul is clearly a pretty good athlete. KSI stinks, and by the way, Logan Paul is still only twenty four years old. That yeah. blows my mind. Uh, and he, yeah, he's more Logan, successful than we'll ever be. Logan Paul Paul, I was so impressed with how with like he was like really trying to box, and then KSI would get pissed and start swinging Good. wildly. But then, listen, Logan Paul caught him and just dude hit him so I hard. I hope they give Logan the Paul ground. a fucking UFC fight and he just gets demolished. I hope so too. I really hope they do. They gave CM Punk a shot, which by the uh, way, listen, I'm going to say fuck CM Punk. Oh, I, I know why. Uh, just I'm tired of it. Why do people want to see this guy? You why? I, I don't mind. I, I don't. I don't care. I'm so far. The whole situation. I'm what? so far. Out you of have uh, you have CM Punk's fans that are complaining about it. Oh, now. dude, they're going because after CM me today. Punk's base is the AEW base, right? Yeah. So these people, when there was no alternative, will show up at every fucking WWE. CM show. Punk. CM, CM Punk. Punk. Yeah, but like, CM but like, Punk. Punk. and now he's fucking back with WWE. But like, he's not Tech Fox. He's not Tech. He's with Fox. It's a Fox contract. We all know he's gonna come back. He's gonna come out at the Rumble. He'll probably win at the Rumble. Well, the same. Well, I literally I read an article where it's like, listen, oh. They said it about Brock. They said it about Kurt Angle. What happened? He's going to come back again. to wrestling. Listen, and I, I just don't. I, I AEW don't annoyed him enough to want him to work with the WWE. Which again. shows you what kind of guy he is. He's just such a. He's a martyr. He martyrs himself. He and this is my big issue. Like, and P, I, I tweeted something about it earlier. And CM Punk fans are coming after me. They're fucking blowing up our Twitter account, pissed as fuck at me, dude. And I'm just like, dude, no one else wanted him. I know AEW made him an offer, whatever. No one else wanted him. He embarrassed himself in the UFC. He embarrassed the sport of mixed martial arts. He fucking buried all of his friends on the way out. He buried the company he that he's most him. likely going to come back to. He sued Colt Cabana, who gave him a chance to air his. Grievances. And he did. He fucking buried Corey Graves and disowned him. Who Corey Graves met his child. Met CM Punk met Corey Graves' child before Corey Graves did, and then stopped talking to him because he left the company. Fuck this guy. Fuck his high horse. Listen, and I'm t- I'll be the first person to tell you if he comes back and he's the same CM Punk that he was when he left, I'm gonna be all the fuck for it. But the fact that he had all this moral high ground and I was on his side, and I like anyone that sticks up the Vince McMahon minus this Miles fucking asshole. Um. It, I have a big issue with him, and I'm sure he's going to be great on this WWE backstage because he's a very good speaker and he's funny and he's smart. But I just don't care. Like, why should anyone care about this guy? He fucking said fuck you to every wrestling fan. Every wrestling fan, he said fuck you, and he did it justly because his points were valid. I like anyone that sticks up the Vince McMahon once again, and now he's going to go crawling back because he realized that no one else wants him, and this guy is so damaged emotionally from his childhood being an abused feminine. 
alcoholic father. All of us have an alcoholic in our family. Get the fuck over yourself with your straight edge bullshit and your Pepsi Cola tattoo dildo. I, Go home and bang AJ Lee. That's what I would do. I personally don't care either way. I I have always been a CM Punk fan because I was a huge fan. No, yeah. listen, I, I still I met am, the guy. I still am just because he flipped me off at a newfound glory show when he was standing next to Haley Williams because he was he's good friends with Chad Gilbert. But like my whole thing is that like. Yeah, he martyrs himself. He does these things, but he's he's, he does what he wants to do. It's such a punk rock thing, and I kind of respect it. It, And I understand, but it isn't because it's like if you go back, but if you go back, if you go back, it's not punk rock anymore. You're a sellout. You're a sellout. That's not true. How is it not being a sellout when you said this company? The most punk rock thing Green Day ever did was write a fucking rock opera. But they didn't change who they were. They were musicians. He said that he will never wrestle again, and if he did, he would never wrestle for WWE again because they made him put his body on the line. He he, he didn't wrestle. Yet. They made he's going to you. Yeah, know how, do you how do you know if maybe dude, he could? Dude, you know he's going to. You just said it two minutes ago. I know, I know but I know, but, but he sold but out he because no one else wants him. But did he, he do sold it out. It was punk rock, and now it's not. It's not punk rock to bail on your fucking friends. It's not punk rock. It's a it's bitch still, made. It's, it's still punk. It's rock. a bitch made move to bail on your best oh, it's friends. Fine. It's bitch made. Let him let him bitch do what he made. wants. He, he has no. Who gives a fuck what he does? It's, it's fine. Bitch made. He's a fucking bitch. It's entertaining. He's a bit It's not entertaining when he fucking goes and embarrasses himself in the UFC. It was not entertaining. It was not entertaining watching him get get brained by Mickey no, Gall for No, it wasn't entertaining because he should not have been in there. You would have been better off putting peanut butter retard in there with a Mickey Gall, and it would have been a more competitive fight. Sure. You know it would have been, too. That's not that true. That kid lifted someone above his head. He lifted Jake the fucking snake, a WWE Hall of Famer. An alcoholic. And, yeah, and if Punk comes back and he is the same level of performer he was, I will eat crow and say, take all these words back. But he's older. He was never athletic. The guys they have now are ten times the athletes when he left. Ten times the athlete. And I don't think he can do the same things anymore. I don't need to see him wrestle. His legacy is fine. If this just is him getting the Hall of Fame, fine. He's not a sellout. Bret Hart didn't sell out. He he could have come back at any time. He waited until it was way past. This was not that long ago. And you sue your best friend because you got sued for lying about the doctors? Sorry, that's not punk rock. That is the opposite of punk rock. Opposite. Okay. All right. Uh, we did, are we live? On, are we recording now? We hey, guys. Um, you got that whole thing? I did. Most uh, of it. Uh, cool. It's episode 77 of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, we're heading into week 11 of the NFL. Uh, we were all dog shit last week with uh, our picks. Yo, the wheels Yo, are falling off. crazy is it? That we made as many different picks as we did, and, and we, we wound up in the same. We each fucking went five and eight. We each really? went. We each yeah. went five and eight. Um, which everyone on this earth that that bets money is mad at you right now. <laughs> for what for what the fucking? For Why they mad at me? I picked against them too. Because you're trash. Because you're All a Falcons right. fan, dick. Yeah, you are a Falcons fan. That's true. true. So you, so, I'm not even joking. Between me, Bob, Quaz, and Justin, we're all sitting there. We're looking. It's like twenty-one six, and we're like. Okay, yeah. we all lost. <laughs> yeah, like, um, fuck. Hold on, I'll pull up the records right now because I forgot my fucking notebook at work. Um, but I have them in here, Danny so let me just Danielson. pull it up quick. I fucked up. How? I yo, like up. we seriously went five and eight. Yeah, dude. We each went five and eight. So I, I'm not losing as bad as I thought I was, but I'm still losing. You're pretty still bad. pretty behind. Um, I'm in first place at eighty nine fifty seven and one. Josh is in second at eighty seven fifty nine and one, and Taylor is eighty three sixty four and one. Um, so you're four behind Josh, okay. and you're six behind me, and Josh is two behind <laughs> me. Um, a lot of upsets this past week. Uh, a lot of upsets, um, including my team, your team. Uh, your team was on a bye week. Um, Thank so- God. I needed a fucking break, and I didn't get it. 
So why don't we get into this? Um, the first game of the week. Turn your fucking no, I got it right here. Um, turn your side shit off. That's a good point. Thank you. Oh, no, not the timer. I don't need the timer. <laughs> what a fucking asswipe I am. Turn the side thing off, timer. Yeah, timer. Um, okay, so the first game, Thursday night game, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns beating the Bills at home um, by a very slim margin, but they crushed the Bills. If you look at the statistics, they kicked the shit out of the Bills, and the Steelers coming off, the um, Yo, they, they good, beat the Rams. Good game for Kareem Hunt coming back, too. Played, he, played pretty well. He, he didn't get a ton of touches. He had more receiving yards, and I th- did Which rushing. Which was nice in a PPR yeah. league. Yeah, um, so uh, the Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home coming off their win. Um, the Steelers, obviously underdogs, coming off the win over the Rams. Uh, huge game for Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, defense really carrying the Steelers right now as they are right in the thick of things. Uh, Taylor? Uh, th- this is a hard game to call because both teams, like, they, they, came, off impre- they came off impressive wins. And my, my, my problem with this, like, the Steelers is that I just don't trust the offense. Yeah. Juju doesn't look like the guy that had 1,200 receiving Ro- He doesn't have Ben Ross. Ro- Roethlisberger throwing to him. He doesn't have Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown opposite, or doesn't have Le'Veon. No, Le'Veon Bell didn't play last year. Never mind. No, he did not. But um, James Conner's also been hurt, right? So, and it's also hard to pick against the Browns because again, again, the Browns on paper are just a better team. Yeah, talent. Um, but you know, they 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 couldn't beat Denver. Sure. Um, but if I had to pick a team this week, I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Um, even though Minka Fitzpatrick is looking like the the first round talent we all yeah, knew he was. Sure, definitely. But uh, I just think Cleveland's gonna win that running game. Now that now that Kareem Hunt is back and Nick Chubb. I, it's, it's it hard adds to another stop, wrinkle. Man. Yeah, it's hard to stop. Josh, I am taking the Steelers. I love what I've seen from their defense over the last couple of weeks. I'm super impressed by them. Still not feeling Cleveland. Okay, um, I'm also taking the Browns. Um, not that I, th- I think it's going to be a really, really ugly game. Uh, again, I almost always favor the home team in Thursday night matchups. Uh, as good as the Steelers' defense has been, I don't think their offense is uh, on the same level as them, and I think that's what it's going to come down to. Oh, nope. I think Baker had his best game of the season this past week, leading them on a touchdown drive that put them ahead. But again, th- it should have been a much bigger victory based on every statistic. Um, Josh Allen, again, completed only 50% of his passes or just over 50%. Uh, but despite that, I think uh, the running game, I think you're going to have a big game from Kareem Hunt. I think he's going to get more touches. I think this is the perfect week to really unleash him uh, and open up the play action game to take advantage of those um, those closing <laughs> linebackers and safeties on, on Pittsburgh. So I am also taking the Browns. Cool. Uh, next game is the, Dem- the Dallas Cowboys at the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions don't know if Matthew Stafford's going to be playing. Uh, Dallas coming off the loss to the Vikings um, where Jason Garrett just decided that, you know, the passing game is working great. So why don't we just keep trying to run it? Uh, Jason Garrett, again, in uh, proves that he is not a great coach, but somehow has the best job security outside of Bill Belichick That's in the NFL crazy. now that Marvin Lewis isn't around. Actually, no, Adam Gase has the best job security. Well, right now he does, at least through next year. Um, okay, so um, again, Cowboys, four and a half point favorites on the road. You don't know the playing status of Matthew Stafford. If I had any inclination, inclination that Matthew Stafford wasn't going to play, I would have picked the Bears last week, Yeah. Um, but we didn't know until Sunday morning. Well, I, I didn't Saturday know. Saturday night. Yeah, like literally, we're sitting there and then Justin goes, you know Stafford's not playing, and Bobby, they love each other, go cool. Yeah, great. <laughs> great. Um, uh, Josh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys here. Even if Stafford plays, the guy's playing with broken bones in his back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, no, that, his shoulders. First, amazingly enough, he hasn't missed a start until this past week since his second year in the season. He's been one of the tough, the Iron Man of the league, which is crazy considering how his career started. Separated shoulder, one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, like, a, it was something. Back. He got hurt every time. But yeah. uh, broken bones in the back doesn't sound like he'll it's, be 100%. It's one of those things. Uh, uh, I'm going to take Dallas as well. Yeah. It's I'm, just one of those things. I'm also taking team. Dallas. I think that they're going to bounce. They have to bounce back from a loss because now the 
Eagles are hot on their tails. Um, it, they're literally right there neck and neck with them. And the Eagles have shown the last two years that they can roll once they get hot and take yep. over a division. Uh, the next game is the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks coming off their third win of the season finally. They finally got a win beating the Arizona Cardinals. And the Saints... Taking an L Yo. from the Atlanta Falcons. The worst possible game the Saints played all year. How many um, sacks, Josh? Seven? Uh, six, six. Six sacks. Seven. Uh, more, six, six. more than anything else, they had 12 penalties, and they were one of the least penalized teams in the league for the tune of 97 yards, I believe it was. Playing with um, their fucking hair on fire. Yeah, dude. just they couldn't get out of their own way. Um, they're Without their Pro Bowl center now, which is a huge, huge loss. Um, he has a broken arm. He's out at least six weeks, so he'll probably be back for the playoffs. Uh, Taylor. I don't again. This night, I I don't like it. I I don't I don't trust any team right now. I really don't. <laughs> but if I really like again, it's this seems like one of those games where they got to bounce back. The Saints, they right? got they, they got gotta. they they got to bounce In the division, back. They got to bounce back. They just lost a divisional game. But like you see what happens when they look past a, a bad team. Sure, sure. So, but will I, they do it two weeks in a row? I don't know, man, because like they could take the, the Bucks too seriously. They could be like they could be on their heels the whole game. Who the fuck knows? Play a little uptight, you mean, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. like, like we don't want to make a mistake. And I, yeah, I feel sure. like that that's one of those things that it, it could ultimately be their downfall. But it's hard to pick against the Saints in this game, um, even though like again, Jameis Winston could just throw to Mike Evans all day and he will yeah. catch it. Um, but it's I, I got the Saints. Okay, Josh. Uh, I, don't like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints because it's a smart pick, but I, I can see him losing. Yeah, um, no, I love the Saints in this one because Jameis Winston um, is the Stinks. best quarterback in the league at keep it, uh, being good enough to have his uh, to keep his team in the game and, then, and bad enough to keep his opponent in the game as well. Facts. Um, and I don't see the Saints and I don't see Sean Payton ha- suffering back-to-back losses, let alone back-to-back division losses. Um, they, they didn't really run the ball. They've been a running team for the majority of this season. They've run the ball effectively for the majority of this season. They've really been missing Mark Ingram this year. Yeah, it's I, been the, power, the power game. Yeah. Um, but I don't see them losing to the Bucs. The Bucs have been inconsistent all year. The, I think it's better for a team like the Saints who are rolling to have a loss like that now Rather than towards the end of the season, right? Um, so I think they're going to bounce back just fine in this okay. game. Uh, the next game is the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers coming off that loss at the uh, close of the game. Um, and Ron Rivera coached like an asshole at the end. Why did you go for two when you were down by fourteen? Make Why sense. did you go for two? Made no sense Dumb. whatsoever. So now you need a touchdown and a two point conversion. Right. It's a pretty good Packers defense on the road. You played a tie on the road. You played a win at home. Terrible decision on his part. Um, but he had his team right there against. A very good Packers team. Um, and then they have the Falcons coming off the win over the Saints. Josh, your team, you go. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Falcons here. Any reason? Uh, because they're going to win the rest of the games that they have this season and <laughs> miss out on a draft pick and not fire Dan Quinn and not fire <laughs> Thomas Dimitrov and not make the playoffs. Or maybe they make the playoffs and get bounced out in the first round. But I'm fairly confident that they're going to get within striking distance. They're going to they're, they're gonna get. Uh, they're going to go like six and one down the stretch. No, I. I they're going to run the table. I, they're not going to win out. No, they're they're going to win out. They're no, going to win. Not. They're going to win out, and they're going to lose Watch. top ten I pick. They Dude. They're going to win out, and they're going to get like the fifteenth, sixteenth pick in the draft. He, so, and so, keep Dan Quinn. So, so he told me that practically verbatim. Yeah, I, I was in the I was in the group chat. No, no, no. I, I, in the group no, chat no, too. I, no, I texted you. Uh, I said it to everyone. I said it to everyone because they're like, "Why are you so mad? Falcons won, dude. Why are you so mad?" Falcons, Falcons one, dude. dude. Like, like, put two and two together, dog. Like, I need a, I need a good draft pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Carolina. Um, 
just I, I think that uh, they need a big win, and I think Atlanta is going to be. I don't know why, but I think Atlanta would be a little cocky right about now, um, just to say, "Oh, look what we did to the number one team in the NFL." And then here comes Christian McCaffrey, about yeah, to run um, rampant all I'm, over. I'm him. more in agreement with Taylor here. I don't even know if it's so much cocky or like it's the makings of a trap game. You that, just beat a division rival. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. you're going to let your like we were, maybe we're better than we thought we were. You're not. The Saints. We all really thought they yeah, were. The Saints bit themselves in the ass the entire game. Bad. The Falcons aren't a good team. Bad the Panthers penalties, are a bro. pretty good team. They're not a great team, but they have probably the offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey. Um, are, if the Panthers were a playoff team, he'd probably be in the running for MVP, but they're not. Not right now, at least. At five uh, and four, man. I mean, I mean, they're they're in the hunt. Yeah, yeah. No, no, right, right about with, now, they're on the bubble. You got the Seahawks. You got the Vikings. You got the Eagles. You got the Cowboys. Got uh, the, there's a lot of teams. Yeah, going for that last they, spot. they are, in, and they've lost to a lot of these teams yeah, already. Right. So, um, but I'm taking the Panthers. I just think they're a way better team. They're a way better coach team, and they have way more talent. Um, the next game is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are three-point favorites at home, despite coming off a very disheartening loss to my Miami Dolphins at home. Um, and Adam Vinatieri's kicking woes continue. I do like that they're sticking with him at kicker. I think sometimes you got to let a kicker ride through these things, especially one of his stature. But it's the end of the road for Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, definitely. Um, is. Taylor. Uh, you know, Adam Vinatieri likes to miss kick, except against Denver in the last three seconds of the game. Um, and the Jacksonville Jaguars stink, but I believe this is the first time we're going to see Nick Foles' return game. return game. So this could be a big showing out party for Nick Foles, like it was supposed to be uh, back in the beginning of the season. But I, I just think the Colts are going to just run the ball, pound the rock, and just and think, I think and dump Brissette's the entire way this down. Week. I think Jacoby yes. Brissett's back. And this just week. think and just think and dump the entire way down the field and just grind out this win. Yeah. They, so they, they need a win, and that's how they'll get it. So you're taking the Colts, Josh. I'm going to take the Jaguars. Okay. Uh, I think that uh, Nick Foles coming back, he's got something to prove. Uh, you know, this is his team. Uh, and Paid him he, a shitload of money to yeah, come exactly. here. Yeah, exactly. He needs to prove that. And if he can't prove that, then the questions are going to start to come. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> now, how long until fair, this is Gardner Minshew? Minshew hasn't played bad. No, he, he hasn't. Has he had one really bad game in his last start against was, the Panthers. Was that was say, one really bad game. To, to be fair, the play that Foles got hurt through a fucking dime to, I think it was yeah. Chark in the back of the end mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, it, it's maybe it's a precursor to him to suck. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, um, I'm going to take the Colts as well. I think that um, I think they're too well coached of a team. I think the world of Frank Reich as a head coach, um, and I think that Frank Reich as the head coach of the uh, Browns. There's certain things that I think the Colts have kind of gotten away from. Uh, they, you know, there's no reason that the Dolphins' defense should be able to do the things they did to them with Brian Hoyer, even with Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Um, to pick him off three times, to really control the running game as well when they've been exposed by the run all season. I think just certain things have gotten away from them as they were trying to figure out their ways through the quarterback injury. But I think that's going to um, get fixed here. I think they're going to have a big game overall on both sides of the ball. So I'm also taking the Colts. I'm just amazed at how far the Jaguars have fallen from the AFC title game with that young defense, like the most. Dominant defense I had seen in a while. Well, you know what? When you put all your chips on Blake Bortles, you're gonna lose eventually. And it's and it's crazy because Bortles had an okay season to get him there. He was. I usually don't like the term game manager. He was, he was a game a manager game entirely. Man- he didn't. He a, a ran the ball. Manager? He a gay game manager. A gay game manager. <laughs> um, okay. So next game is the Denver Broncos at the Minnesota Vikings. Who the, do I pick? The Vikings are ten and a half point favorites. Who do I pick? This is the um, tied for the second largest spread of the week. Broncos coming off their bye week. The Vikings come points? off the win over the Cowboys. Can I guess? Can I guess the spread? I just told you. No, I didn't hear. I it. just said ten and a half. 
Did he really? Yeah. Well, at least you shouldn't have said it because I didn't okay. hear you. Um, so, Taylor, this is your team. Ugh. Teams. These uh, are my teams. <laughs> go. Well, uh, so the Vikings have my quarterback, and I'm mad about it. And I have Joe Flacco. Well, he sucks, but he's not even playing. Yeah, I have he's Brandon not. fucking Allen. He sucks, too. Um, they all suck. But uh, I, it's, it's, what the fuck? Um, I really don't know what to do. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. Yes, you do. You take the Vikings. Home team against a bad offense. A bad offense. No, it's bad. Argue, this is their offense on third down is historically the worst in NFL history. Congratulations. It's, I'm saying, But I'm saying now you have to go on the road where it's louder. You pick no, the Vikings. Even if Kirk Cousins has a meltdown game, they're going to win. More than likely. I mean, you're not going to stop Dalvin Cook. That That's no. the recipe to success in Minnesota. That's really what it is. No, and then once he gets going in the play action, which is the only time and Kirk Cousins can pass, you're going to light him up. And then to be honest, I mean, listen, Kirk Cousins is doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Just, just get the ball to Stephon Diggs, let him do the work. And they're masking his deficiencies beautifully. And, and listen, here's the thing they have to do. I mean, listen, when they get Adam Thielen back in that offense, that's a wrap. That's honestly a wrap. And Kyle Rudolph's been playing out of his mind. Great touch. Uh, that one-handed oh, catch was, was ridiculous. So you're taking um, the Vikings? Just a better team. You're taking the Vikings. Okay, Josh? Vikings. Yeah, I don't think we need to elaborate. I'm also taking the Vikings here. Uh, the next game, another uh, dumpster fire game. Adam Gaze's New York Jets coming Gaze. off the win. Gaze. We call him Gaze now. Uh, Adam Gaze and his <laughs> New York Jets. By the way, Jets fans, congrats on keeping him all the way through next season. You guys earned it. Um, especially with that big, impressive win over the fucking powerhouse New York Giants, you fucking asshole New York fans. I can't. I against can't. the I Washington Redskins. I cannot wait till Dwayne Haskins An- lights them Another up. dumpster fire team. A terrible team. Josh. And the Vikings, uh, uh, by the way, the Redskins are one-point favorites at home. That's hilarious. I think that at this point, the Jets have proven that they are the best of the shit in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to pick the New York Jets here just because why? <laughs> why? Well, I, listen, I'm going to pick the Jets, too, because the Jets should win this game. I think Jameson Crowder alone is going to win this game for him. Um, but honestly, I really believe that I, well, okay, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> you know if what? Dwayne Haskins throws for 700 yards. <laughs> That's and, some Madden and, shit and, when you play with 15-minute quarters. No, not Madden shit. Pat Mahomes shit when he played for fucking Texas true, A&M, true. dude. Um, like, it's, it, could, it, it could happen. Okay, so I originally picked the Jets, but I'm actually going to switch, and I'm going to take the, Vic, uh, the Redskins here. Um, so I, I thought about it a little bit when I said his name, Adam Gaze. Um, <laughs> he had a major um, uh, a pattern um, when he came off big wins, emotional wins with the Dolphins. The next week, the team would just come out flat. They'd come out complete dog shit, start out slow, and they've started out quick in most games and then fizzled out. Uh, I just think the Giants are that bad, and I don't think the Redskins are particularly good, nah. um, but I think Dwayne Haskins coming off his bye week where he can work on a few more things, get more reps with the first team. I think that the Jets are going to come out a little overconfident. I think Jamal Adams had one of the best games I've ever seen from a safety this past week, but he's such an arrogant prick that he's going to be too arrogant and come out and probably get some penalties because he's good for at least one of those a game usually. Yeah. Um, I think the Redskins are going to win a really ugly game like 13-10. Also, get used to Jamal Adams being an okay player because he's not going to be there in three years. He might not be there in two years. I, I, you don't know. Wait, hold on, wait. What's his rookie deal? Two years or three years? I, I'm saying he might get traded. Is he what might I get mean. traded? Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, you well, don't talk about trading a guy without being willing to trade a guy. 
Well, yeah, we'll see. You know, um, all right. The next game is the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills once again proving that you cannot win a tight game on the road with Josh Allen because he is not a good passer just yet. Um, and the Miami Dolphins coming off their second straight win, two game win streak, the best winning streak in the AFC East, which I would never would have guessed coming into this season. That's awesome. Um, uh, I'm very impressed with uh, Brian Flores and what he's done with the the limited talent on this team. I know. I, I'm I, listen. I got to give credit to him. The fact that he's done this with one of the least talented teams you'll ever see. He's not Latino. I'm going to put I'm gonna put that video on that screen. Please, please. Let me, I, I, listen, I want to be, I said it then, I want to be wrong. I want to be well, wrong of about it. Of course. Him. Well, it, it looks like out of all the guys that have, like, he was a Pats disciple. Yeah, Pats right? defensive coordinator. It, 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 looks, it looks like out of all the guys, I mean, Matt Patricia is kind of, he, he's like, he's treaded water in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. It seems and like Bill seemed, O'Brien's done pretty good in Houston. It seemed, but it seems like this is the guy that seems like, he, like he's cool, well, calm, they, collective. And I'm like, not like he, one of these. He's not going crazy and with some, it. Some you of know? these Dolphins fans are annoying me. Like, well, no, we're not going to get the first overall pick. Do you know how many first round overall quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl in the last twenty years? We'll say, um, no, I, uh, not many. I can name the last three that did: uh, Eli Manning, uh, Eli Manning, Peyton, Peyton Manning, Manning, Troy Aikman. That's it. Wait, no, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. I, I said first overall pick. Oh, I think first meant, I think overall said pick. First round. I meant first overall pick. Only th- going back. to Troy Aikman is, is how far back you'd have to go between yeah. Peyton Manning and him. That's that's yeah. how far back. It doesn't matter where you draft the guy. You got to have the look at Russell Wilson. Look at what Deshaun Watson. John, look John. look where Patrick Mahomes was drafted. Look where Tom Aaron Rodgers Brady. was drafted. Look at Tom Brady. Like it it, do, it doesn't mean anything unless you have the right coaches. And I'm not saying that Brian Flores has proven anything, but he's shown Joe, me that he Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. I mean, look what Lamar Jackson is doing. Thirty second overall pick. It's about the coaching staff. And the thing that I've seen more than anything is they have the least penalized team in the league with that little talent. Says a lot about the coaching staff. And for that reason. The Miami Dolphins will beat the Buffalo Bills this week. They bi- almost beat them up in Buffalo a few weeks ago. They should have beaten them up in they Buffalo. Have, yeah. Buffalo, it, they're they're three and one on the road, but their numbers on the road, the splits are dramatic. They're start the wheels are starting to come off a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. and the Miami's defense since their bye week, they're eighth in the league in total defense. They have the second most interceptions in the league since their bye week. It's shit I never would have it, guessed it, coming the, in. It's the weirdest thing. Like th- that that six point loss to New England, it seems so long ago. Now. Yeah, I mean, and they're you know six I mean? and three. Like, it's not like they're they're. Terrible, they're they're not flat, yeah. but they should have been. They, they're, they were they're a better coach team than the Bills or the Browns, excuse me. But Josh Allen is not that guy that is going to elevate his game against the better teams in this league. And the Browns aren't one of those better teams in the league. Um, so for that reason, I think the Dolphins win this game uh, and prove uh, three wins in a row. Uh, I wanted I want to do that too, but I I, I got to go Buffalo. I I, just, I don't fault you. They're the yeah, five and a half point favorites. I mean, this is part Homer for me. No, I, I don't I don't blame me either. But it's one of those. I just the fuck it's any hard, Dolphins man. any fan that roots against their team for draft picks. Um, draft it right. Draft well. You don't need a fucking high draft pick necessarily. We how many busts have you seen? Leonard oh, Williams. Uh, Okay. Like yeah, you don't need it. Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, I know, we know. I, I know. But I'm saying draft the right guy. Well, the the last couple of middle of the road, like you know, fifteen to twenty whatever draft picks that the Falcons have gotten have been trash. So yeah. Well, that means more about well, your coaching staff in front office. Well, I'll say else. the last time Denver had a high draft pick, we had, you know we only drafted. Uh, listen, listen, all I'm saying we is only that the, the, the Falcons Hall of have a pretty good. Track record with high draft picks minus Vic, I guess. Because, well, I mean, no, that was a good. Field, that was a decent field, track was, record. No, that was but, good. You know, Matt Ryan, sure, uh, sure, Julio Jones, of course. Um, Where was Calvin Ridley picked? 
first round. Yeah, first round, but late. Yeah. No, no, like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's not about. It's it not always about. The first round. I mean, you've seen as many high draft picks, boss, as you have mid round picks. It's about your coaching staff and how you evaluate them more than anything else in health, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I the think risk is so much higher of a bust at a high pick because that sets you back. I think I've seen John Elway swing and miss on quarterback and cornerback. More than any other position on the Broncos right now, um, offensive uh, line on in, in drafting. In, in dra- I mean, for, I mean, he swung and missed on a big left tackle in yeah, Garrett sure, Bowles sure. for sure. But I'm saying he's brought in so many cornerbacks, sure. and now no so again, play for the I, team just, anymore. Sorry, we didn't even get Josh's pick. Um, Dolphins, uh, Bills. Yeah, Dolphins are on the upswing. I like them. I'm not crazy about the Bills. I'm going Dolphins. Okay. Um, next fucked. next game is the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. This is the potential. Future, it's basically like a, a glimpse back, like the classic Peyton versus Brady ones. Now you're getting Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson, who had one of the all time great touchdown runs I've ever seen. That 47 yard scamper was incredible. Yes, Smash it was. Smash that B button. It, it, it was, that was some fucking video game shit. Um, and Deshaun Watson playing out of his mind, too, right in the MVP conversation. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens here. I love what they're doing. I've loved what they're doing. You know, their two losses almost seem inexcusable with what they've done recently. Um, you know, there is, again, that worry of a little bit of a come down the Patriots and then the division game even if it was the Bengals um, but I think they're just the better team they're the better coach team and their defense is getting better and better as well so I'm taking the Ravens uh, I'm going to take the Ravens too again same thing you just said I just think they're a better team um, I, I I remember I used to shit on John Harbaugh and think he was an, he was an average coach at best I it's, don't think it's he can, now man. no I'm saying I used to now it's now to me he's, he's like in the, he's, he's in he's the a conversation here as like one of the top three best coaches for me the best co- the, the best coach is obviously Bill Belichick from two I, for I, me Sean Payton, and then for me, it's like Harbaugh, Carroll, Tomlin. Well, that, that's that's kind of where I'm at too. Um, but I would have to like just Lamar Jackson is so dynamic. Like, yeah, he's doing he's things. So, that... He's so good. He, he keeps his eyes down the field. He doesn't want to run first. No, but he's like he's one of those guys. That's, but he's, he's smart when he takes off with it. He's like one of those friends who's like the nice guy and is like you know if you get into a strike, don't piss him off. You really don't want to see when he gets fucking pissed off. And that's that's how what I feel yeah, like, like when he wants to take off. You don't want to see me when I have to run this yeah. ball, dude. So, so um, yeah, Ravens, the Ravens. Josh? Ravens. All right, so we're all taking the Ravens. Um, but I think that's going to be a damn good game. And I think it is. That, That'll be fun. I mean, the Texans could very easily win this game. And it's a 1 um, o'clock, dude. Why can't, this should be a primetime game. You'd think so. Why couldn't it get flexed out? Instead, we get a really fun matchup on Sunday night. Um, okay, the next game is the Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers, 11.5-point favorites at home, coming off their first loss of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo's worst game of the season. Um, should have been picked of the, off. It was one of the best games of oh, the season. Oh, it was an incredible. I watched it back on DVR. It was an incredible game. I only got to see the end live. Um, incredible finish, but um, you know Jimmy G's worst game of the season against a decent Seahawks defense. But I think they're going to crush the Cardinals here. Um, didn't didn't they give up like like fourteen fourth quarter points to the Cardinals like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was and that then, was a then, close game. That then, was a, yeah, and then they didn't. And that was cover in the, Arizona. Yeah, but then they didn't cover the four point sure. spread assholes. But uh, it's the same thing. I just think San Francisco's pissed off. They're going and Nick Bosa is going to just eat yeah. Kyler Murray, dude. Uh, yeah, Kyler Murray is not Russell Wilson. So no, 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 no not no. yet, not yet. At least. He's, he's not the he New York did, Yankees he second baseman. Ro- he is he- not. He did have he, his he rookie was the Oakland Athletics shortstop. <laughs> he had his rookie record snapped in the game against the Bucks. Um, he went 211 pass attempts without getting picked off, with what, which was a rookie record until yeah. this past week. But he has played considerably well. He has, dude. And, um, and you're, very impressed. Very, very impressed. You're starting to see that Cliff Kingsbury offense. Like if he gets a couple real players in there, that 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 uh, that Christian Kirk kid is real. Yeah, player, he's man. playing he's really good. well. All right. Uh, the next game. Is, this is a really good game. Uh, the New England Patriots 
at the Philadelphia Eagles, a rematch of the Super Bowl a few years ago. Um, obviously, different players in place in, on both teams. Um, the Patriots are three and a half point favorites at home. Bill Belichick is 14 and five coming out of the bye week. Um, his record coming off a loss is even better. Uh, for that reason, I'm taking the Patriots, but not confidently. Um, this is the kind of game that kind of scares me. Yep. Uh, again, I said that the Eagles are that kind of team, especially under uh, Doug Peterson, that gets hot in the middle of the season. They kind of figure out who their identity is as a team. But despite that, I have more confidence in Bill Belichick coming out of the bye week and coming off a loss, especially a loss like they had. Um, so I'm taking the Patriots. Um, I was, I'm taking the Eagles. I think the Eagles have the ability to rise to the occasion. That's, I don't like, disagree, man. When, I'm not confident in the Patriots when, at all. When when they were in the dumps, when they were when they were really losing games, and, like, and we didn't really know if they were gonna. Wow, the Eagles are gonna regress this much. Then they start turning it on. Now they've done it the last two years. And, it's and, crazy. And now here we are at five and four. Yeah, and they're right in the thick of it. Yeah. So I, I, it's hard for me to discount that. It's hard for me to discount Carson Wentz. Sorry, Quaz, he's a good quarterback. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, but Thank yeah. You. I, I I really think the Eagles are going to win this game. Okay. I just think that New England doesn't have it Joshua? right now. Um, I think that what you're starting to see is uh, a, a real confidence in Muhammad's new building in Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Uh, he hasn't had a guy that's a big target that can get down the field, that can make all the catches. Uh, Julian Edelman was never going to be that guy. No, he's never you know, been a guy Sanu, stretching the field. Sanu is not a top level receiver, but, but he's, he's a guy. Damn, he's a damn good receiver. Damn he's good a solid number right, two. He's a right solid number two. Yeah, he's turned into a great. Uh, so I think receiver. you're going to see another big game from Sanu in terms of catches. He had ten last time. You might see over ten again. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Dan said, Belichick doesn't lose coming out of the bye. Doesn't lose back to okay. back games. All right, next game is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders coming off an impressive win, even though they got outgained against the Chargers. Uh, the Bengals are the Bengals. Um, are we really wasting our time with this one? Are we Raiders. taking the Raiders? I, I can't believe the Raiders are 5-4, and four, man. Oh, my God. Watch, they lose every game going forward. It'll make me very um, happy. Okay, the next game. This is our primetime game Sunday night. A real fucking good one. The Chicago Bears <sighs> at the Los Angeles Rams. Is it just me or, like, when everyone was so high on the Rams last year, like, Obviously, they were like they were, I, they thought, were, I said it coming in. I thought they were going to regress this I'm year. I'm saying I thought like, not Mike, this much. They but. were so popular last year because of Sean McVay and what they were doing offensively. And then they got exposed yada, in the yada, Super yada, Bowl. Yada. Exactly. And it, has any team fallen from grace as far as in the public eye more that I can remember? Not really. I'm sure there's definitely been a team. Uh, the Falcons. Right. <laughs> well, you guys did make the playoffs the next year and lost yeah. to the Eagles. But, but that's not. Ne- but that's Super not necessarily Bowl. what I'm talking about. But like, I'm talking about like like fan hype. Hype. You know what I'm like, saying? They were like, hype. It was. Like oh this uh, young coach youngest coach in NFL history is, yeah well um, they actually made the Super Bowl how about make- the misplaced hype on the Browns fair fair good point oh yeah <coughs> um but Thanks, I mean dude, the Browns yeah I <laughs> sneezed on you too an asshole um, and yeah. came on you. I got uh, m- multiple times in him too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the gay one, not me. That's not true. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the Bears beat the Lions, but if Matthew Stafford was playing, they would have lost. Mitch Trubisky had his best game of like cool, cool. Uh, he yeah, stinks. The Rams are going to win. Are we in agreement? Everyone taking the Rams? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll take the Rams. Okay. 
Um, all right, so the Monday night game. Uh, this is I. This is a decent one, divisional game. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Chargers in Mexico City. Interesting. In Mexico City. With Phil Rivers' diminished arm strength, the Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I, I was so disheartened. I'm disheartened with the, uh, the Chargers in general this year. Um, I haven't really liked anything. They, I know they beat the Packers, but then they come out the next week, and as impressive as their victory over the Packers was, what they did against the Raiders was just as disappointing and disgusting. Um, and I think in Mexico City that uh, you know the, the his diminished arm strength should be aided in Mexico City because of the elevation. Yeah, just like in Denver, arm strength is elevated. I know all about but, that. But despite that, you know, I don't think that he'll be able to keep up with um, Pat Mahomes, who looked really good in his return. Um, I, I Kansas City coming off a really, really, really Really tough loss against Tennessee. Yeah. Derrick Henry ran for 188 yeah, yards, yeah. dude. Um, th- they're going to be inspired to come out against a division rival and really get a big win. Yeah. Um, to bury them in the division, more or less. And, and if I'm the Chargers, I'm looking forward and I'm looking for the successor of Phillip Rivers. Yeah, um, I, I think it's time at this Tom point. Tom Brady. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, ju- I just think it's time. Um, but again, the, the Chiefs are too damn good. And I forget that. What's uh, what's that rookie's name? Number 17, who is so goddamn fast. The um, wide, the wide the receiver ch- for the Chiefs. Oh, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. The yeah. only person faster than him is Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We're like, he was running and then Tyreek Hill caught yeah, up yeah, to him. Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. But yeah, I have the Chiefs winning this one. They're just too good Josh, of a team. Chiefs. Chiefs? Okay, so we're all taking the Chiefs. Alright, so we have a bunch of different picks this week. That's so, pretty good. I, I I have one more pick for you guys. Sure. Who's take who's who's picking uh, Rutgers against Ohio State on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> the absolute dumpster. Wait, hold on. Hold on. So Rutgers, so Ohio State is traveling here. Rutgers is home, and Rutgers is laying fifty-two and a half points. Do yep. you take the spread? Yeah, you do you take. So yeah, Rutgers last time I think they were spread? fifty-six, and they won by. I think they won sixty-three to three. I was so no no so so Ohio State <laughs> got both the tickets to the game, and he oh, forgot, and, and, and they couldn't drink. Yeah, they it couldn't was dry, drink. and he was. They pissed. got drunk before the game, and then they got in, and then they all hang over by the fourth bad, quarter. That was almost as bad as when I took <laughs> I took Louisville fifty-six and a half points against Clemson. Clemson beats them by sixty-five. Fucking they assholes. can't do anything. They were supposed. To, they were in in talks to hire Greg Schiano back, and they couldn't even do that. <laughs> but so it's that's awesome. so so that's the big sports thing we got Wait, going in Jersey. Uh, the other thing this I want to know: um, who signs Colin Kaepernick? Ooh, that's actually a good question. Uh, the Bears, Dolphins. No, I don't. I don't stinks. think. I don't think. The Imagine. Dolphins. I I think the they were the first team to say we're going. No, the Broncos actually were. Oh really? The Broncos and the Cowboys were the first two. Um, the Why Dolphins. The Cowboys. Say, the Cowboys at least have Dak Prescott. Might want to back up that fits his, Dak Prescott's similar kind sense. of mold. I mean, it makes sense. I've said from the beginning. I I don't like what Kaepernick did at all. But you can't tell me that he sh- isn't talented enough to be a backup at he, minimum. No, he absolutely. And I had someone backup. earlier. They go, oh, his last season he was uh, abysmal. Motherfucker threw for almost three thousand yards, sixteen. Touchdowns, four interceptions, ran for 500 yards, two touchdowns. They went one in ten. It was a terrible 49ers team. But I get the side that you don't want a backup that brings such a media distraction. Your backup should not be getting all the attention. That's why well, Tim Tebow's not in the league. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know he hasn't played in three years. I definitely think someone's going to sign him. I just think the way the league is doing this is such a PR stunt. It is no, such it, a that, PR. That, that's doing all it on a Saturday when half the scouts are scouting college games. Well, first when of all, half the coaches are, are traveling with. With their team, it's such a PR stunt. You do that shit on a Tuesday if it's a real thing. Well, see, here's the thing: someone because, is going to sign him. Up. Well, because because he, he's making it. It's all about me, 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 yeah, me, yeah, me. Yeah. And the thing that annoys me the most is that if you're really an NFL free agent, then you fly to wherever that that team facility well, is. The thing is, and no you- team. 
get off your fucking ass but and you try out for but a But no team has offered him an invite. That's the problem. I understand that. That's, but- the, that's the big problem. And I know that uh, some team did give him an offer, but he wanted more money. And I don't fault anyone for wanting more money out of a contract yeah, sure. Why at not? all. Um, you know, it's proven that. I mean, how much while, money could they have paid him? And piss then- off some fans. His jersey was a number one selling his last year in the league. And then even after the, the next year after that, he was a number one selling jersey. So you can't say that as much he PR doesn't make, pushback he does, he doesn't make money. You can't say that he's not going to have as many fans as he will detractors. So, and I I hate the argument that you're going to alienate your fan base because I understand it will, but why isn't Kareem Hunt alienating a fan base? Why isn't Tyreek Hill alienating a fan base? Again, we have a bigger issue with his bullshit politics than we do domestic violence. I think child abuse. People have bigger people have bigger gripes with Nick Bosa supporting Trump. Well, I agree with that too. That's stupid. You should not have an issue with any millionaire thinks politically. Who cares? Gives a shit. I don't care if you support Trump. If you hate Trump, shut the fuck up. Play football and fucking dance. And let's go, Rutgers. Cover the fucking spread. (laughs) All right. So this was episode seventy-seven. You watch, I listen. Um, Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace, Jizzbongs.